This episode is sponsored by CastlemaniaGames.com. Castlemania specializes in retro and modern video game accessories. Their store includes new retro accessories from HD Retrovision, Eon Gaming, Retrobit, and more. They also carry products from modern games to consoles and accessories, as well as homebrew and repo parts. At checkout, use the coupon code THEGAMERSLOUNGE to get 10% off your order. Thanks again to Castlemania Games for sponsoring this show. My name is John Meadows. With me, as always, it's just Jet Dennis and Nathaniel. I say just, but you know, I, I don't. I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean it's. Well, I'm gonna leave now. It's only. It's, it's only, still a full crowd. Yeah, yeah, it's only two. It's only three of us tonight. Not uh, not the usual four or five. So, yeah, you know, it's not. Uh, I, I, and it sounded really bad when I said just. Um, <laughs> but, just uh, dismissing the rest. Yeah, well, just we got dismiss- the important ones here today. Yeah, so just, either you dismissing know, you're for a good podcast. Yeah, either just dismissing the rest or dismissing the ones that are here. It's like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could go either way. It's just us three. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah, us three. Exactly. I don't even, I don't even know why we did one this week, but yeah. Jeez, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's summertime, so I know. I know people are going to travel. I'm going on vacation in two weeks. So, you know, this will be the last pod. This will probably be the, and this may be the only podcast for June. Now to think about it. Now we'll get one at the end of the month, but I'm going to go to, um, I'm going to go to my second Holy land of green Bay, Wisconsin and see, uh, Lambeau field and eat some cheese and, uh, do all that. Get away from the heat. It's like 90 degrees here. I looked at the temperature in green Bay. It's like 70 and, cool <laughs> it's like Wisconsin doesn't really believe in warm weather i'm fine with stuff. that <laughs> like, no, i'm fine with that too yeah. absolutely yeah, uh, yeah the, it's the winters you have to put up with up there that's just a little oh my god forget it yeah i mean one of my uh best friends moved there a couple of years ago so i mean he's always just kept me updated and he's since moved back to north carolina but his brother is still in wisconsin yeah so you know i i still get the you know the the monthly updates of just like yep yep I, I still I got frostbite so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yep yeah like I, the winters oh, but it's August what are you talking about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well you know I was let's see where was I at a month ago this time last month I was somewhere in Pennsylvania and it snowed um, and it was mid May it was right before Easter and or right before yeah no right not right before Easter right after Easter it was mid May snowed yeah. it's like. It's May. <laughs> why is it? Why is it snowing? <laughs> it's like I don't even understand. But eh. it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. But yeah, you know, it could be worse. But now it's like it's went from oh, it's cold to it's a hundred degrees, and I'm sweating like a pig. Um, 
And I don't like that. I don't, I don't, you know, every, yeah. everybody, oh, I can't wait for summer to get here. I'm like, I can. There's grass to mow. It's sweaty. Um, you know, you know, the shrubs grow. There's bugs. There's allergies. Uh, no, no. Give me winter. I want winter. I like cold. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like. I can always that's put like. more I clothes need, you know. on. I can only take so many clothes off. Uh- <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Then you got to start removing the skin, then yeah. remove the tissue underneath uh-huh. that. It just becomes a whole thing, you know. And then there's medical problems or whatever when you do that. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. You but... just need to install a zipper. That makes it so much easier. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. That always works. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But anyway, enough about talking about taking clothes off. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about games. That's what we're that's what we're here to talk about is is games and games we played. Um, I haven't played too too much this week. Uh, I did uh, start Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I did a new game plus a couple of weeks ago. I haven't played it on the Series X since it got the well the current gen update. I hate saying next gen because it's really not next gen now. It's current gen, but. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I'd played it on one X, so it had the 60 frames a second, but it didn't have the 4k and the better, you know, the better graphics and stuff like that. So I thought I'd do a, a new game plus, you know, at least to carry over all my cosmetics and, you know, things I've uh, found. You start your skill tree over again, which kind of sucks. I would like to be like right out the gate, but you know, it's, fun. yeah. Um, and plus with them announcing the, it was kind of funny. I started playing it before they announced the new, the new one coming next year, which, you know, survivor, I think it's called. Yeah. Survivor. So it yep. looks, looks pretty early predictions on that game's going to be delayed. Any new game announcement for next year is like, Hey, yeah, if we haven't heard of it before, it'll be delayed. <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. And that stinks. Cause it looks really good and it's got like ray tracing and, you know, full 4k it's next gen only. And they're not bringing it out on PS4 or, you know, Xbox yeah. one. So it's next gen only. So it's going to be, yeah. you know, but if anything, the last, you know, a couple of years have taught us this is just, expect it to be delayed even if they've given you a date yeah pretty much it's happened a lot <laughs> yeah i think calendars at this point are just there to just look pretty on the wall yeah <laughs> i mean they're just you can't really set a date on anything anymore so yeah and 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 after starfield set a date you know in stone like that i don't think a lot of a lot of them are going to set a date they're going to say well we, we're going to shoot for next year and and hope for next year but when even if jedi if even if the new jedi game comes out next year it, it won't come out till like probably october or november anyway so because yeah. ea is going to hold that sucker until until holiday i know they are yeah that's, so. that's a holiday oh, yeah. selling title for sure yeah, september for sure. at the very earliest yeah. and that's only if it's ready yeah exactly yeah. so but yeah so i've been playing it i've been playing a lot on the steam deck there's a lot of games that i forgot that i i had that i hadn't tried like uh elder scrolls uh, skyrim i hadn't tried skyrim on the on the steam deck so i fired it up the other day holy crap it's not the enhanced version i got just the plain old version that came out what 10 years ago or whatever thing runs 60 frames a second on ultra settings and on that little handheld and it's sharp yeah Yeah, i mean it it's it's a good time and then uh fanatic fanatical always gets me with their emails they send me an email and go hey we got a mystery bundle this week you get 10 games for seven dollars and i always go "Ooh, this is why i don't play the lottery and i don't gamble because it's like "Ooh, (laughs) i'll just see what i get and you know usually i get real good games this week it was the mystery uh rpg bundle for 2.99 you get three games just three random games the three random games, one of them I got was uh, Fallout New Vegas <laughs> for the for the PC. So I loaded it up last night, and I did, I'd forgot that that game's like 
what, 2010 or something like that is... Yeah, it's on the older side of things. I mean, we're yeah, talking 360. Yeah, so. and I, yeah. I totally forgot how old it was. It was like, oh, golly, yeah, this is real old. And again, runs on Ultra, 60 frames a second, looks beautiful on the Steam Deck. It's like, it just blows my mind that a game like that can just look so good. And it's only running at, you know, 1280 by 800 or whatever. Um, well, it's crazy too. I mean, like now, I mean, I think we, you know, we've all kind of gotten spoiled with, you know, the the technology now. But when you think about a game of that caliber back then, especially, I mean, we all know the infamous story of what was it, Skyrim or Oblivion, that had to like completely reset your 360 in order for it to run, basically. Oh no, no, that it. was the actually that was Elder Scrolls, uh, not Oblivion. What was the one before? Um, was that Morrowind? Morrowind on the original okay. Xbox. It was on the, on the original was OG Xbox. Okay. Xbox yeah. Yeah, but you you know you got to look back at like these were games at the time that were pushing the hardware so much to the point where you had to do something like that, yeah. and you know now it's like here we are you know in uh, on a handheld at the palm of our hands being able yeah. to play something of that caliber and something or yeah and then that's just that never mind the stuff that that are still uh, that we're still able to play on a handheld at this point um, you know and just the massive games from there because yeah. you know. It, uh, yeah, just I mean, I mean, something on the scale of Fallout, no less, is always going to be so mm-hmm. deep and huge and detailed. Yeah. So, it's it's mind blowing, especially 2010 at the time the 3DS wasn't even out yet. It was still the DS was the sort uh, of yeah. handheld right. for Nintendo. So, so you know, you compare the handheld of that compared to the handheld of now, which is now playing the console games of then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Well, it's like um, I got Shenmue One and Two on the Steam Deck because I was like. I gotta play Shenmue handheld. I gotta see this on handheld. And somebody had it for seven bucks. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Um, that game, even on the Steam Deck, loads so fast. You know the little cutscenes that have the time and tell you what city you're in. You can't read them. It just it loads so fast. It goes one right into the other. You just it just kind of goes on the screen and then goes away. Goes on yep. the screen and then goes away. to PC gaming. Yep. Like a lot of yep. those load screens yeah. didn't have like a built-in timer for it. It was just however fast right. it loads. So if it's loading it super quick because it's an old game, you ain't reading it. No, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, and it does that on the Series X too. SSD but also. you know, I thought, well, you know, I'm, I'm going off the memory card. It'll be a little bit slow. No, it wasn't. It was just like bam. It's like, <laughs> and I remember playing it on yeah. the Dreamcast, and you just sit there and go, okay, it's eight o'clock, and I'm in Yokohama. All right, let me just sit here and wait. And you you just hear the you start the loading going, screen. It's eight o'clock, and by the time it's done loading, it's nine o'clock. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy. So, um, so I've just been piddling around with that. And um, Kingdom Come Deliverance was another game they had on sale this week. It was the definitive version with all the DLC and stuff for like ten bucks. Yeah, like the Royal Edition. Yeah, Royal. I think so. what it's called. Yeah. And I had not. I've not played it. It was on Game Pass, and it was one of those games that I downloaded and was going to play, and I never did because I knew it was like a 100-hour RPG. Um, yeah, I never played it. It's very Skyrim-y, but I, I, I don't want to say it's Skyrim-y with a story because not that Skyrim doesn't have a story. <laughs> but, Skyrim has a story that you just ignore because you're running around doing whatever. Right, yeah. This one has like, you know, you start out, and you're like this young kid, and your mom gets you out of bed and says, hey, go help your dad, and you go over, and, you know, it, it does the fetch quest. looks very good. I've literally played maybe an hour of it is all I've played. Um, but it's, I mean, it's pretty cool. It does feel like Skyrim because it's first person. It's, you know, and, and it just, the Steam Deck just amazes me because all these games that are not verified on Steam Deck are, says they don't work and they work just fine. You know, Kingdom Come Deliverance is one of them. Um, Alpha Protocol was another one that I downloaded that I had on PC. Um, 
And I don't know if you'd ever played that back in the day. That's a that game is a mix of super cool ideas executed mediocre to poorly. Yeah, but like, what, well, there's some things in there that are okay, but man, there's some weird difficulty spikes in that game too. Yeah, there is. All of a sudden, just like, oh, ouch! I'm getting murdered on this mission. What happened? Yeah. Or I've got to crack this door that says easy. Three, two, one. It's done. I'm like, oh, no, I can't even move my stick that fast to you know do it. Um, what was funny with it is it's, it says incompatible with Steam Deck. When you boot it up, you have a list that says, and the only thing that you could read is options. The top one is play. The second one is options. And I don't even know what the other ones are. I guess the last one's exit. So I just click the top one with the touch screen. It goes into the game. Then you go into the options menu with your touch screen and enable Xbox 360 controller game works fine <laughs> it's you know you just got to go beep pop pop and it's good and then when you shut it down and open it back up it remembers you know that you got the controller and it works just perfect yeah. i mean it's just a pc yeah. it's just a different form factor so a lot of those things will run it's just not quote out of the box going to just yeah. start up and work like the certified ones are you have to change a couple things and it works just fine as long as you're not trying to run a game that's going to outstrip the hardware you should be fine yeah there's a couple games that just doesn't work real well on it um the first knights of the old republic doesn't because it doesn't have controller support so it really wants a mouse and keyboard and it won't recognize the buttons or anything like that so that was out but the second one does because it has controller support <laughs> so you know i mean it's it's thanks old bioware pc ports yeah like first mass effect was like that too originally you could not play it with a controller in the original release. right yeah and see i have that on steam as well and i didn't even bother downloading it because i was like yeah it's not going to work on it i know well, now why would you anyway you could get the legendary edition and it works great yeah yeah and i thought about buying the legendary edition on it it's 25 dollars right now it's like ah, oh, let me just see what it's like on the, on the steam deck that's the bad thing with me in the steam deck it's like <laughs> it's not that it's it's you know it, it's a great system i love to having it but it's right now it's more Ooh, let me download this and see how it runs oh that runs good oh let me download this and see how it runs it's like and then before i know it the week's over and i haven't played but five minutes of just this and that just going oh that works great oh that looks cool you know it's like eventually that'll wear off i guess i don't know <laughs> hasn't yet it's been two months you know you would think uh you'd think it would have wore off by now but i tell you what it's hilarious i say it's hilarious you know, I got mine on the second big wave of emails in April, or was it March? I think it was March. And I look at people who are, you know, verified journalists in the in the field, and they're just now getting theirs. It's like, wow, I got mine, like, super early. How did I do that? Oh, I know. I bought the 64-gig version. My Everybody else bought the high-end 512 version and had to wait on it. So. <laughs> yes. That's the one I had pre-ordered was the one that you had pre-ordered. Yeah. The, the base tier, basically. That's all I needed. I now, mean, you can put an external card in it. I'm happy. So. Yeah. And I, and, you know, I've got a terabyte external card and I can swap it right out for a 400 you know, and hot swap them. And it works just fine. Yeah. I don't need... And the load times are just as good. So it's like, meh, I don't need the, the, the bigger SSD. Sure, it's nice, but you know, the emulators run on it. So... That's all I use it for. But, um, yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, Nathaniel, since you've got one lowly game, <laughs> which I say I mean, lowly, I'm, it's really one. not lowly. It's a big it's, one. It's, I've it's, played it's, a few other, a couple other games, but it's ones I've had on my list for the last few times, so I just left them off. So, Tunic is the only thing I've been playing that's kind of been different since the last couple of uh, podcast episodes. Yeah. 
I played it for like maybe an hour, maybe 45 minutes or something when it first came on Game Pass, yeah. but you know, Elden Ring uh, was still uh, dominating my playtime. So I didn't play any more than that. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, I guess. I don't want to put the time into figuring this out right now. I'll do it later. Yeah. And later has finally come. Uh, it's really fun. I've gotten pretty far into it. I'm not sure how long I've been playing it, but I've gotten two colored keys out of three. Oh, wow. Okay. I've been to a lot of the major areas. There's one that I just started trying to do right before the podcast that was like killing the crap out of me. Because the enemies are strong, and then there's areas that will sap your health away, and was like, ah, no, this is a bad combo. <laughs> <laughs> Do not like. <laughs> it's fun in that game too, because you, whenever you're running around, you always see like a treasure chest off somewhere. You're like, I want to get that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh man, I can't get that because I don't have a thing yet, or I haven't yeah. found the secret hidden walk around where you go around the left side of this building and find the hidden pathway. Yada yada. There's so much of that. It's fun because there's lots of games that are like, hey, I wonder if there's something behind this waterfall. Oh, no. This game, there's almost always at least a little bit of room behind a waterfall, whether it goes anywhere or not. You can still walk under it. <laughs> so it's like every single one you ever find. Just, if it's in the shallow water, you can walk in. And it's like, ah, I go back here. Nope. Oh, yeah. hey, this one has a passage. Cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I like that game a lot. I need to get back to it. I, I, I haven't it. played it in a while. I love it. So, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I I beat it. It 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 took a while, but that's one of those games that like I I just I love games like that where they don't necessarily hold your hand, but they don't try to like you know completely like brutalize you right away either. So you can kind of you know by smart level design where you can go and where you can't go right now. But also it still even for places that you can't go it still sort of invites you to look around the environment because there might still be something that could help you somewhere else. You right. know, like you have like little Easter eggs and just fun little uh, uh, items and, and, and things like that uh, that are just scattered about. And then the world sort of slowly but surely like reveals itself. And it's, it's, it's wonderful, man. Yeah. I, I love doing so much. Like, yeah. When I finally found it, started finding stuff that's like, hey, this is how you upgrade. I'm like, great, this is awesome. I need that because I'm dying from this place I yeah. want to go to. And I've been to all the other yeah. areas that I can handle fine. I need to go this way. Right. Yeah, eventually you can handle all that, you know, health-sucking thing. <laughs> that, yeah. you know, that and at the beginning, when you, when you just have that stick and you finally get that sword, it's just like, I'm going back. It's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I'm going back to at all these point, places. I want something other people. than the sword. Because <laughs> yeah. right now I've got the sword and then I've got a couple of kind of like magical attack things that yeah. only use, you know, so many times until you have to refill them up. I want another weapon that is you know infinite like the sword or just a better version of the sword that i don't have yet yeah you... i've seen a sword that i assume you can get at some point but i have no idea how to get it so that's on the back burner to whatever the heck that happens i'm going to take it to you playing it on game pass are you playing on xbox mm -hmm. or pc playing on xbox oh okay i figured as but much maybe. blinded by my tv oh my goodness <laughs> because I'm trying to go through a bunch of different places, I'm using the warp things a lot, which flashes oh, yeah. white all the time. Yeah. And the area that you're in is like pretty white. Or when I will find my way up into like the top of these mountains where there's a bunch of snow, it's just like the HDR is just like yeah. beaming. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, ah, I can't I see. Have, yeah. I have noticed, and I, and I don't know if it's an Xbox thing. Uh, you know, I've calibrated the HDR on my TV and on the Xbox, but like even 
like when I'm playing Sea of Thieves and I get a, a skull with green eyes uh, and I'm taking it back to the ship and if it's at night on the game, oh my gosh, I can't see where I'm going because the green light is shining so bright in the corner that yeah. it blinds me while I'm playing. It's like, it's way yeah, for too me, it's much. It's not HDR. like an Xbox thing or anything because I play other stuff on Xbox with the HDR. It's just something about Tunic that's just like blasts me in the yeah. face. I need like, to get flash, get hit with the flash grenade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it's and good. I need to see. I don't know if Tunic supports Dolby. Was it Dolby Vision? Is that the HDR equivalent? Oh, yes, that is my TV has that, so I need to. I like to play on both of them and see. There is a subtle difference in the two, so. You know, I know uh, Sea of Thieves is uh, is Dolby Vision uh, compatible, so I need to try that and see if I just don't get blinded by green light out of a skull's eye. It's like, oh my gosh! It's like just trying to walk to take it back. It's like it's dark. I can't see. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but oh, it's it was hilarious. I'd like to have been somebody on the server I was on a couple weeks ago when I was playing it on the Steam Deck. For some reason, there was a glitch on my server. That when I would get off my when I was on my boat, I could move around left, right, up, down, move perfectly. When I get off the boat onto an island, I could only move to the left and the right. I could not turn. I could not look up and down. I could only move to the left and the right. So I would grab my treasure, get off the boat, walk sideways to whoever, drop it off, then come back. <laughs> Somebody was probably watching me going. Why is that dude walking sideways? I get on the ship and I could just woo, I could turn around all I want. It was the weirdest thing. I don't know what that glitch was all about, but it's it was funny. But yeah, anyway, Tunic. Tunic is awesome. I love Tunic. I met the devs a couple of years ago at uh at G Dex and it's just I've been waiting for it for forever. So yeah, I find it funny because I uh, make comparisons between this and then um with a desk store, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, story, yeah, they both have frog levels, which amused me when I found the one in Tunic. I was like, hey, <laughs> frogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so n- nothing else Nothing else we're talking about other than just Tunic? Yeah, no, I've played a little bit more Horizon, a little bit more of V-Rising, but not enough to really have much to talk about. Yeah. I'm like, yep, I've pay- played some of those. <laughs> I need to I need to boot up Horizon now that they got the new update out with some of the graphical improvements and stuff like that to see, see how well it runs. It, I mean, it ran great before, so I can only imagine. Yeah, I was like, I don't now. know what you're going to improve. It looked great already. Yeah. All right, Dennis. Well, you've, you've got the, right. the biggest list of everybody, so... Yeah, I've got a list and, and a half. It's, you can it's, only it's, pick it's, one. Go. Yeah, no, only one. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got quite a bit. Um, but honestly, a lot of them are are short games, except for like the obvious ones. But right. uh, but but yeah, just to start off, um, I, I played a little game called Bit Orchard Animal Valley. Uh, it's yeah. it's a cute little eight uh, bit game. Um, I'm sure you've seen it. It goes on sale all the time on the eShop. Uh, but uh, I started playing a little bit of that. And it's honestly, it's like super cute and super, well, I don't want to say super relaxing, but it's, it can be relaxing because all you do is, well, as the title suggests, you just kind of run an orchard and there's not much of a story to it. You just kind of wake up um, and you just kind of go around and start, well, planting apple trees, basically. And um, every couple of days, 
you know, you'll collect these apples and they come in three different shapes. They come in just regular size apples, big apples, and then golden apples. As you can imagine, the golden apples sell for a bunch because you don't really do much with the apples anyways except for sell them. And then once you sell them, you buy other things. You can buy, the, you can buy decorations for your house. You can buy more scarecrows, even though you can just uh, uh, craft more scarecrows by using the fiber. There's like, you know, random uh, bushes and stuff that kind of pop up all over the place so you just kind of weed those out and grab the fibers from that and then you can build a scarecrow with that you can't build too much it's like it, again it's a very small humble game it's super cheap and so you know i'm making it sound like there's a lot you can do but there's really not um, it's very game boy it's, looking yes oh very it's got the very, scale yeah. and everything so yeah, and then especially if you get the uh, now they have the deluxe edition on the eShop. If you get that, actually, they actually do have a sort of Game Boy effect where you can actually change the colors. Oh, uh, oh. so yeah, it's 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 really neat. Uh, just by pressing up or down on the on the uh, on the D pad, so you can have you know red, purple, right. uh, green. Uh, um, for more of that traditional Game Boy effect, and then just you know and whatever else blue. So. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 been super cute. It was not very long, maybe like maybe two, three hours, maybe, and then I beat it. And yeah. uh, but you can you can still keep playing after that because you can grow your orchard as big as you want because you can start planting apple trees. You have a small little farm, but you can even plant trees outside of your farm. So you have a, basically a big lot, if you will, all these you know this you know this land you know I don't however many acres, and you just go to town with you know building this orchard you can make it all nice and fancy i didn't i was just like i'm just gonna plant them down you know normally i, I do like to have them nice and you know have a nice sort of uh uh you know uh, make it visually appealing anyways right. you know when you see a farm or something any sort of farm instant but this time i was like yeah i mean this is you know the, the, the there wasn't even a grid anyway so even if you try to make everything nice and even right it's very difficult to do so because again the game's very simple so uh it, uh it 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 would just be very difficult to do so. So, uh, but yeah, and then after you're done doing that, you can uh, go and you can fish a little bit. You get uh, not many different types of fishes, maybe like eight different types of fishes. But uh, while you're doing all this, you don't just do this randomly. You do you can uh, fulfill you know requests for people as well. You know that's where the Animal Valley part comes in. Mm. Um, except, interestingly, there are no animals at all. <laughs> uh, so I'm not sure where the term Animal Valley came from because when you go over to the town over from your farm it's just regular people it's <laughs> just like you are so well um, it was originally created by animals who then pieced off to somewhere else <laughs> it's, it's, it's possible uh, uh i think the only real animal that you see you see a couple of crows that are always around the scarecrows obviously and then um and then there's a frog you have to catch and then there's a bunny and that's it Really, and then uh, you know if you don't include the fish that you're fishing, obviously. But uh, otherwise, yeah, no, there's not really animals at all. <laughs> so I don't know where where the name Animal Valley sort of came from. Um, but Bit Bit Orchard, anyways, is a great name because that's very fitting. Right. But the Animal Valley part, they could have gotten rid of that. I'm not sure what that was. Hey, for. they put that but, in there for animal lovers to trick them into buying the game. That's obviously. And to be fair, it kind of worked. <laughs> it kind of worked because that was like one of the reasons <laughs> why I went into it. Uh, but yeah, and then when you go to the town over, there's a couple of different shops, a couple of uh, houses, people you visit, and you do quests for them as well. Uh, small quests. Sometimes people are like, you know, I've never seen a gold apple before. Do you have a gold apple you can give me? And then once you um, harvest one, you can go in and you know give them that, and then you'll get however many coins for that. And uh, someone's like, you know, oh, I've never seen 
you know, this fish before, or like, well, someone's like, I need fish to cook dinner tonight. Can you grab me a fish? And you go fish and, you know, get them however many fish as they want, uh, so on and so forth. And uh, there's a nice little shop. You go in there. You can buy cute little things, cute, like, uh, different outfits even. Um, but you can't customize. They're all, like, preset outfits. So one will look like a ninja. The other one will be look like a like a like a pilot you know another one will look like a like a like a captain on a ship you know something like that so um, another one will look like a firefighter so on and so forth so uh but not only that you can buy signs stuff like stop signs and and you know just so many so many different things to really decorate your orchard with um in and around it uh you can't really put any of that stuff in your house uh for stuff that you want in your house you have to specifically buy stuff uh within your house your house has like an interesting little shop implemented in it mm -hmm. where uh once you open your closet that's kind of considered a shop so uh and then a menu will pop up and you can buy you know a new chair a new desk a, a lamp you know so on and so forth so um but yeah it's a cute little game there's not much to it but i mean it's it's you know fun to you know spend 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, yeah. and then before you know it, you know, you're done with it. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I loved it. It goes on sale often for two bucks. I think normally it's like 10 bucks. I would not spend that much. But, uh, but yeah, if it's two bucks, I'm happy with it. <laughs> you know, so it's a fun little game. And especially, you know, if you are grew up in the Game Boy era like I did, you know, it, it already immediately has that appeal, you know, because right. I, I love anything that has that sort of aesthetic. So, uh, but yeah, been, uh, been playing that. Um, also on the Switch in terms of, like, sort of uh, uh pixel arty stuff um been playing a bit of bad writer uh, i got that sent to me actually i reached out to the to the devs because i i had some interest in it and they just sent me a, a complimentary code I, you know and uh, which i was very grateful for so you know shout out to those guys um riddle fox studios i believe they're called so thank, thank you tremendously for sending the code and uh but it seemed very relatable right where like for those of us that constantly write all the time you know whether you're an author or you're doing it for journalism purposes or whatever whatever the case may be maybe you're writing a script whatever um it, it it's an interesting look into that sort of lifestyle but they sort of make it in an arcadey format and what i mean by that is you wake up how the game works is you wake up and then you go to let's say uh your computer and you can check your email you can write a story you can a couple different prompts right now depending on which one you pick you can submit a story after that and depending on which one you do you have a happiness meter <laughs> on the right side of your screen and more often than not things will not go your way right so the happiness meter will go down and down and down mm. and in order to get it up you have to find sort of inspiration right so let's just say you decided to watch a movie right so you watch a movie and then the game tells you like you know you watched a movie with your wife um and now you know you you feel inspired and you came up with two stories in your head so then the following day, you can go to your computer, you write those two stories, and then you can submit those stories, right? And, uh, and your happiness meter will go up and down depending on your activities for the day. And so, so for example, once you submit a story uh, to a publication, let's just say they send it back to you, it gets rejected, uh, then obviously your happiness meter is going to go down. Now, if your happiness meter goes all the way down, you've lost the game, right? And you go through a cycle of 30 days, and once the 30 days are up, the game's over, right? Yeah. Um, and you either win or lose, depending on where your happiness meter is. So 
Yeah, it's very simple. There's not much to it. I mean, literally, you can quote unquote beat the game in like 30 minutes. It's literally a minute per day. You're not spending long because you're just kind of doing the same thing. Right. Um, you you know you wake up and you can do a multitude of things. Like I said, you can go to a park. Uh, you can watch a movie for inspiration. You can read a book for inspiration. You can uh, you know just pet your cat. Petting your cat will always give you happiness. So if your happiness is running low, I highly recommend petting your cat. I did that first thing every day. <laughs> you know, that was my routine. Just like in real life. Yeah. Just like in real life. Yeah, exactly. Every, every <laughs> so, morning I get up, my alarm goes off. Luna, she's still a kitten. She runs right in the, in the bedroom yep. to meet me and then wants to walk yep. into the bathroom with me and, you <laughs> yeah. know, get petted and it's yep. hilarious. So yeah, every day that you do it in real life, it's great if you have a yeah, cat. Yeah, do it in real life. Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're, you, if you're not doing it in real life, I'm concerned for yeah. you really mm -hmm. if anything. So, uh, but yeah, no, gotta give love to the fur babies cause they'll give you love back and your happiness meter will go up. Yep. So, you know, literally and figuratively. So, uh, but yeah, so. You just do that. I was doing that every day, and uh, and then yeah. So your happiness meter will go up or up or down depending on um, how you get rejected. And you can check your emails, and if you don't have any emails, you know, you know, something will pop up like I guess no one cares about me, you know. And then your happiness meter will go way down, and you know stuff like that. So, but the developer was inspired to make the game because. You know, as someone, he's he was a freelance, or is still is a freelance writer, but he's been doing this now for 18 years. He said, right? So, uh, his inspiration for making the game was also just the fact that like he could be doing anything else, mm. like even just enjoying his own time, right? And then, but in the back of his head, he's just kind of telling himself, "I should be writing right now. Mm -hmm. I should be writing right now," you know, which like, uh, you know, I think we all feel that to some degree. So, uh, so he made a game out of that basically called bad rider and and you know that's that that's what that is and uh and yeah and it was funny because he was like you know he, he, he can, it shows up on his itch.io page uh, itch.io page whatever you want to call it and because uh, that's where it's where it was offered initially mm. and uh uh yeah he was like you know even while coding this you know i'm still telling myself like i should be writing i should be writing while he's making the game you know so uh it was a weird sort of experience for him but uh but yeah i you know i think we can all relate to that to you know you know if you're in that field in some manner you can all relate to that uh and you know in, in some way so um so yeah the, the game sort of had that sort of um connection right off the the bat for me but uh, but overall, I mean, the game was fine, you know, uh, you know, to get on the, you know, on the, on the critical side of things, the game was fine. It, it, you know, it's, it's repetitive, but you know, it's, that's the gameplay loop, right? So it's not repetitive necessarily in a bad way, but it's just repetitive in the sense that, you know, you gotta be doing this every day cause you gotta grind, grind, grind in order to, you know, well, I mean, make the money and then eventually, you know, hopefully find that piece that's gonna uh that's gonna be considered a success right mm -hmm. so you're just trying anything and you know anywhere to you know submit these stories to so um but yeah overall it was fine i do wish there was more to it um some of the collision detection was weird like sometimes i every time i went downstairs something would always happen with the couch where i would hit the couch and i'm like i'm just trying i'm not anywhere near the couch like just like i'm just trying to go to the kitchen <laughs> you know grab myself some orange juice whatever you know so it's but uh, yeah the collision detection was weird but 
in the instances where you do go out of your house, you don't really see that. It's just a text. The screen goes black, and then the text box mm -hmm. sort of pops up saying what you did. Like for example, when you go to the park, you know, or if you just go for a walk around the block, um, you don't actually do that or see that or experience any of that. It's just a little text box that pops up. So, um, so yeah, there's not much to it. Like if you look at the screenshots on the eShop or on you know Itch or or Steam, if it's up there, I think it's up there. Um, it what you see is what you get it is that house you wake mm -hmm. up in your room you go downstairs it's a small room you can see the kitchen that's it yeah so there's not much to it uh, it's a simple game you know i i it's being sold for 5.99 on the eShop, which is way too steep for a game like yeah. that it's I, it's know, dot io it's 3.99 so okay yeah that's a little more reasonable but again even so it, it's it's a game that you can absolutely play over and over again cuz it, it that gameplay loop sort of uh uh you know, handles itself that way. So, you know, it has replay value for sure, mm -hmm. you know, but it, otherwise for me personally, it was a one and done. Cause you know, I got the gist of it. I was like, okay, now I did fail a few times, you know, so it wasn't 30 minutes, one sitting right away. Um, it was more like closer to an hour for me. Cause I was just trying to get the hang of what makes me happy. What doesn't make me happy, the mechanics of it all. But a lot of it is sort of, uh, uh randomized also. Right. So whenever you submit a story, you don't know what's going to get rejected and you don't know what's going to get approved right so um all of that's randomized in that case but yeah i mean it was fine I, again four dollars even for four dollars it's you know I, you you can absolutely find value there but personally i i wouldn't have done that either uh, not available but, on uh, steam by the way not available on steam okay interesting just, um just itch and uh in switch apparently gotcha it's in the switch uh, it's interesting <laughs> it's on switch it's interesting it's on Switch and not on Steam, but... Uh, Itch and Switch just sounds fun to say. Yeah, it does, doesn't Switch. it? <laughs> they fight, they fight, they fight, they fight, they fight. Fight, 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 fight. It's just cheesy. You know, like, <laughs> that's totally something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, no, I mean, it was, you know, it's... it's It was fine. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. If you can catch it on sale, you know, and, and you have that sort of personal experience with it i think you'll also find value there um like i did but uh otherwise i personally wouldn't spend six bucks on it. that's that's a little much for, for something like that you'll find vastly better content elsewhere with all due respect to the game but right. um but you know credit where credit's due i mean you know the game did something different yeah for sure um you know which i appreciated uh but uh but yeah it was fine at the end of the day so yeah. cool. uh but yeah, um, for uh, another sort of smaller indie game, I played a game called Sumire, uh, which is a beautiful, beautiful game. Another short game, a short indie game. I bought this a while back. I bought this months ago. Today, decided to play it, and it wasn't long, maybe three hours at most. Beautiful game that's sort of, uh, it's got sort of this Sumi Ink sort of uh, art style to it. Not entirely Sumi Ink, but, um, but very colorful water pastel uh, sort of vibes to it. And you go through this world, you play as this girl, uh, who her name is Sumide, and um, she wakes up just feeling sort of... Like, she wants to accomplish more, right? Like, she's not really happy where she is, and uh, and especially she's in a bad state at the moment because her grandmother, who she was, who was, she was really close to, recently passed away. So she wakes up, and not only that, but her parents are in the middle of getting divorced, and so it's it's a whole thing for her, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, but but even even that that that's just kind of how you start off, like being introduced, uh, 
Like uh, that's how the story is introduced to you, right? But yeah. overall, the game's actually a very happy game and uh, uh, a very wholesome game, really. And uh, yeah, you wake up and there's this uh, cute little sunflower that's sort of like a floating sunflower, like like the top of it, not necessarily this, you know, the stem. But uh, yeah, this like sort of celestial uh, sunflower that uh, is like, hey, we should go do something today. And she's like, what? Who are you? You know, and then uh, well, he's, you know, and she's like, well, I don't know, you know, because she's, you know, she's all down. She's like, oh, I don't have the motivation to do anything. He's like, look, we got to take small steps, right? Let's take baby steps. So what do you want to do? And she, you know, she starts listing stuff out. She's like, and he's like, perfect. Let's make a list. We'll make the perfect day, right? Forget the sadness. We're going to make the perfect day. She's like, all right, let's do it. So she starts listing things down in her notebook, and you just kind of go throughout the game, kind of completing this, you know, doing, going through this checklist, basically, mm. you know, stuff that's like, you know, oh, you know, deliver a love letter to this lady at the, you know, at the, at the sauna, you know, or, you know, uh, you know, or just, you know, pick up groceries for mom, you know, and stuff like that. Just small little things. And, uh, yeah, and then you just kind of get introduced little by little to the characters of that world, and all the animals speak to you, and it's really cute. Um, there's this bunny that's like racing a, a a turtle and you can you can the, the game gives you a lot of choices <laughs> but one of the choices was like you know uh pick up the turtle and just take it to the finish line <laughs> so I, I did that i did that and then uh it kind of gives you like it doesn't tell you about this but it gives you like sort of karma points so you have either a red flower that pops up over your head or a blue flower depending on if you're going in evil hmm. Or a good route, sort of like Undertale, really, right? Mm. So, like, you can choose if you want, you know, you know, an evil route, a good route, or a neutral route. Like, they give you that op- that option actually um, in the game. So, the game ended up being a much deeper than I thought it would be. Um, but it's a beautiful, beautiful game, and like the little world that they built um, was so unique, and it was just enough to make you feel like you were immersed in it. You know, you can mm. visit various. Uh, shops as well and these shops didn't really do anything i mean you get coins throughout the game but you don't have to spend a single one instead you just buy you can buy random stuff like a sweater or like a a a pen a keychain but you don't do anything with them other than like unless there's like a quest item like there was a uh like a little buddha um like stone thing uh like statue basically like stone statue that was like yo i'm cold (laughs) so you go and get him a sweater and you put it on this Buddha stone statue. All right. And then your all right, your karma went up. You're you're doing good. You're doing all good right. things in the world. Big things in the world. <laughs> and I was, uh, uh but yeah, just little things like that. And and the game's goofy in a lot of ways, but it's really cute and really wholesome and by the end of it it's just it has just, just this really important message of like yeah, you know, I mean just the things we've always heard, right? Where it's just like just try to make to the best of your ability. Just try to make every day count. You know, um, and and you know, because you you know you don't know really what you have until it's gone. You know that sort of message. You know, um, but it was a super super cute game and really wholesome and uh, arguably one of the most beautiful games I've played in quite some time. I mean, the yeah, art direction really of the game nice. is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, it goes on sale. I think it's actually on sale right now. Actually, um, I don't know how much it's for because it just tells me it's purchased. But I saw it in the deals page on the eShop, so I'm not sure but if anyone's interested in it you know if it's well worth the price whatever it's being sold for so i think it's normally 10 bucks without a sale but i think when i bought it on sale it was like five bucks so well worth the five bucks absolutely i'll give you five bucks yeah it's it's five bucks on steam (laughs) 
Um, oh, okay. I'm going to guess it's five bucks on uh, the e- or the eShop too. Once it, oh, okay. Once, my gosh, the eShop yeah. on the website is slow as crap. Yep, it's four ninety nine as well yeah. on the eShop. It's so. yeah. Oh, I think he froze. He's in. A, there, froze. there he goes. Yeah, <laughs> you froze. You were in a you were in a zen like position. You just you froze. Okay. <laughs> oh, is a robot? The, yeah. What? Keep going. You were a robot. You're fine. You're good. You're, you're, you're good. You're good. Go oh, okay. It has adjusted. We think. Yeah. <laughs> nope. 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 Froze again. But yeah, the so... internet demons are attacking. <laughs> It'll let him get about two words. Is it's oh, enough. Yeah. Hang on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna switch. Uh, switch regions. Uh, freeze again. Yeah. 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 Hang on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna switch okay. to uh, central and see if that helps. Before. Uh... <clears throat> Give it a second here. And... All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Bop, boop. Are we good? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, go, go. Yeah, go, go. We're waiting on you. Now you froze for me again. I think it might be on Dennis's (laughs) end. I think it is. Now now you guys are frozen. Yeah, see, I think it's on. I'm going to go ahead and just start talking. (laughs) Yeah, just talk. Technical difficulties. And then, then, you know, just let me know if if something messes up. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Uh, But, uh, uh, but yeah, no, Sumida is great. Um, But in, in addition to that, just. I've been in like this sort of like retro mood lately. So, um, but the other day I got sent uh, a code for a little game called Infinite Links. This game was released maybe about a month ago, almost a month ago, um, in the beginning of May. And uh, it's a Chemco title, which, if you're familiar with Chemco games, they do a lot of mobile RPG games, and they're more or less all the same in terms of how they function and how they look. Um, so you, you kind of know a Chemco game when you look mm-hmm. at it. They have they have a certain like signature to them, which isn't a bad thing. Um, but yeah, but they all usually are... Like everything that we get on Switch and even Vita before that, they've all been ported from mobile titles. So, right. uh, But yeah, they play like a, just a traditional RPG, which sometimes at the end of the day, that's all I want. Man. You know, just take mm-hmm. me back to the Super Nintendo jrpgs you know what i mean like just or like the heydays of the game boy advance that golden sun you know mm-hmm. that like sort of mana that's all i want man you know just i'm, I'm a simple guy <laughs> you know i just want basic turn-based you know i don't i don't need your big cinematics i like them you know but i don't need them right <laughs> you know exactly. uh, so um so yeah no those sorts of games i've always just kind of been you know uh, uh i've always loved so uh but yeah i got this sent to me and so far i'm really really enjoying it um it's just you know what you would expect from a chemco title uh but this one's mainly about uh you play this kid who um needs to go find this talisman right because there's this evil in the world uh again not a very original story but there's this evil in the world that you're trying to just sort of rid of right and there's this talisman that really that helps the corruption of the land and uh people themselves can become evil there's this evil guy his name's like al's off or something like that going around and just being like you're evil and you're evil like the oprah of evil <laughs> and uh so and, and you just kind of use this talisman to cleanse uh cleanse people and you know cleanse the land and uh of the evil and uh and and yeah but it's it's you know it's just your 
you know, you get a party of people and they all do their own thing, right? You're going to have your range, you're going to have your sort of, uh, uh, you're going to have your mage, you're going to have your warrior, you're going to have your tank, right? You're going to have your healer and, and classes like that. So, <clears throat> but I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, it, it's hard to put down. Actually, it's on my Switch Lite right now. Like it's, you know, it's, it's what I've been, what I've been playing. And it's, I mean, I'm on the main menu right now, but that's, that's what I've got. Mm. And, um, so yeah, I mean, the art directions, you know, what you would expect from a game like that. It's, it's fun. It's simple, but because it is a mobile game, it has not in the console version, but it, you it does have multiple currencies one that is specifically a premium currency right so that you would have to spend real money on now thankfully you, that isn't the case once you get the console version because you're paying the money and then they're just going to give you the full game right away right. but these games more often than not are free um to play on on your phones so uh and and honestly you could probably go through the entire game without paying a single dime but um but they have been useful. Like you get these things called divine gems, and those are the premium ones. And they have a sort of uh, a premium store in the game. And you don't spend real money; you just get the gems, just completing various tasks. And um, every three battles, actually, they give you some gems as well, which is really nice. So you don't have to do specific things. You can just even just when you're grinding to you know gain your levels, you can just get you know, the premium currency that way as well, which is, like, really nice that there's, like, a passive way of doing it. Um, but I've just been getting stuff from the shop that increases your experience, like, times two, times three, times four, you know, and there's other stuff in the shop, but that experience has been, like, helping a lot because then, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but when I play RPGs, like, I personally, I love the grind because once I gain so many levels, I love having that sense of power. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's what I um, like. I like to grind yeah. it out real quick and then just roll through things. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I mean, because then because I know if I take the time to grind now, that'll make me less frustrated in the future. Right. right? Because you know, at some point, you're going to meet some boss, or even if it's not a boss, you might just go into an area that's just ridiculous. That's you know? why I because... hate this style of uh, thing, because it's forced into there, because it's like, yo, you're going to hit a wall if you don't do yeah. this. And it's like, if I enjoy yeah. it, I will like totally spend the time going through there, because I like it. But having sure. to do that to power up, so you can do like some story boss that if you didn't do it you'd be stuck against a wall i hate that it's that's, so annoying that's but, an old-timey yeah. thing from the, yeah. the 80s that they wanted you for sure to you know get your money's worth out of this game because they yeah. weren't going to be making yeah. another one for yep. another yep. you know six seven eight ten years if you're lucky right. so. <laughs> right, but yeah it's it like I, I, it feels like i'm just wasting my time when i'm grinding i was like oh this is just not fun that's what i like because about... i'm being forced to do it now yeah. if it's something it's like oh man i really like the mechanics in this game and then i just end up doing like what you would call grinding anyways because i'm not thinking yeah, of it that right. way the first fantasy star on the sega master system was very grindy like that you really had to grind and grind and grind to get to a certain by the time you got to a certain section or you're gonna just get whipped on the I don't know, remake version, remaster, whatever you want to call it that's on the Switch that M2 did. They they turn, you can mess with those settings and you can set it to get, you know, three times the XP right off the bat so you don't have to grind. You could just go right through it at a normal pace like you do a modern game. And that, that was nice to be able to do that without having yeah. to really super grind. But it was a fine that's line because you get too much. And, yeah. 
Yeah, for like older games, that makes sense. If you're making a new game now that's the same way, it's yeah. just because you're trying to emulate the older games, you could design it and balance it better than yeah. that. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't age well, but I'm I'm actually glad you brought that up just because like this game does have um also a uh an auto battle system which is really nice so that way you don't have to keep yeah. constantly if you're just grinding you don't have to tap a over and over again right. like and you can and you can change their strategies they call them to make it so you can make each character kind of like you know oh do you want to you know defend all the time you know w- only for auto battles but like do you want to defend all the time do you want to just go do you want to use your skills you know, over just a basic attack, do you want to heal all the time? Do you want to be well balanced? So on and so forth. So, you can um, have strategies. They just need to put one in there that just said win all the time. There you go. That's the strategy, <laughs> yeah. the strategy well, is win. <laughs> well, thankfully, uh, well, also, actually, speaking of, there's actually another uh, option in the options where uh, actually there's an auto win. However, it only applies to if if you run into an enemy that is significantly lower than you. Uh, then yeah, then the battle will just you'll just automatically get the XP and you'll just keep walking basically. So you won't have to go through that whole warp sequence, you know, and yeah. you know sit there and go through the battle, which is really nice. So they mitigate a lot of that sort oh, of uh, uh, I guess that that needless sort of like I uh, now I gotta wait for this screen mm. to warp and I gotta let me go let me go down to my attack. Uh, let me use an item for this. Let me go to my skills. You know, you have to do all this manual labor where now it's just like it's auto this and then, if, and then if you want to do auto battle for a battle that you know you're going to win pretty seamlessly, um, you know, the the battle speed gets upped by like three times. So then that just, you know, it just happens like within the flash of an eye. So it's, it's, it's again, it's really accommodating for, you know, different sort of play styles which is i think you want something like that just because since this does have mobile origins you know most people when you do play mobile games it's only for what a couple minutes at a time Usually, right? so you gotta yeah. yeah so you gotta accommodate for you know that just that lifestyle really and that play style that like when most people most people play mobile games they want an easy in and out you know it, it, no one's gonna uh, i'm sorry but like you're not gonna play final fantasy 15 on your phone even though they have that pocket edition for mm-hmm. some stupid reason you know but like <laughs> you're not gonna do that like uh, you're not you know you're not gonna play a dragon quest 11 on your phone you're not <laughs> you know the dragon age on your phone you're not you know right. you're not gonna do that so um so for games like these I'm happy that there are those sort of accessibility options to just make things go a little bit quicker just so you're not sitting there for hours in the same spot, you know? Like, right now, I think the pacing is great. And I think that's why I'm, like, super into this right now is because I haven't reached that point yet. Even with the grinding that I'm doing, I haven't reached that point yet where I've been like, man, I've been here for too long, man. Like, I just want to move on. Because that's when I start to worry about the longevity of an RPG, right? Mm-hmm. Where I don't know how much time I'm going to sink into this if I'm already feeling like this. Because then the moment I start feeling like that, that's when I start to worry where it's just like, how much more am I willing to put up with? Right. You know, before I'm just like, I'm, you know, I'm done. And it's never because it's a difficulty thing, really. It's just because like, I got to sit there and grind, you know? It's like, and, and again, this is coming from someone who loves the grind, you know? But right. there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, it's like Nathaniel said, where it's like, if there's those sort of artificial blocks you know, and 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 there's no way to be flexible around that. Then, that's when it gets frustrating. I just think that's bad game design, personally. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
But yeah, even if you is... enjoy that, you don't want it to feel like it's wasting your time with all this no. stuff you're doing over yeah. and over and over again. Where you could easily, you know, do things to be like, oh, okay, we'll skip this because we know you're, do, you know, doing auto right. battle or whatever. Those features have been invented for a long time now, so use them. Yeah, yeah you don't, exactly. You know, if a player doesn't want to use it, they don't have to. If you do, it's yeah, there. Exactly. Everybody wins. Right. Everybody wins. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then I, ultimately, ultimately at the end of the day, you just feel like you enjoy the game more too. You know, it's like it, who stops setting out to make this game? That's you know, I understand you want to be nostalgic. I understand you want to be retro, but you can do that without feeling dated. You know, um, so. But, uh, but anyways, uh, Infinite Links. I'm enjoying my time with it so far. I spent a couple hours with it, and uh, eventually I'm going to write a review uh, for it, um, and it'll be up on the site. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, enjoying my time with it so far. Uh, yeah, uh, in addition to that, since we're talking about nostalgia, uh, played a game which came out yesterday, actually, but I got it sent to me uh, about a week ago, uh, more or less, uh, called the Wonder Boy Collection. It's actually our featured thing on the on the front page mm. right now at gamersnostalgia.com. So, uh, yeah, Wonder Boy Collection. It, this one's a weird one, right? Because the Wonder Boy Collection, there are a total of six Wonder Boy games, I think, um, I believe. of the original ones. There's at least five, but uh... yeah. Uh, you know, of course, not including like you know the remakes and then the eventual sequel that happened in 2018, yeah. sort of the Monster Boy in Wonderland or something like that. I don't something know, like but yeah. I've uh, lost track of, of all of them. Yeah, it's well, especially because they keep changing their names. One game's Wonder right. Boy, the other one's Monster Land, the other one's Monster World. I don't know what's going on. They're all the same game. I, I don't understand. <laughs> Just stick with one title. I don't, I don't know. Um, and sometimes they'll use it all in one, you know, yeah. like the, the thing that kills me the most still is the one that we did review for last year, I believe wonder boy, Asha and monster world, mm. because one, there is no wonder boy. There's no boy period mm. at all. Your, your, your main character is a girl. <laughs> so I, I, why you couldn't have just called it wonder girl. I don't know. Maybe cause maybe cause there's copyright issues with, you know, cause that's a thing at DC, but right. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, this is a collection of those older games, but it only has four out of the six games for some reason, so it's kind of an incomplete collection. Now, if you want everything, even though you can buy them all individually um, on the eShop, and I'm, I'm sure on Steam as well, uh, but the anniversary collection is actually coming out later this year, which, which actually has all of them, and I'm like, why, did you re why are you releasing two collections this year? One that's incomplete, and then one that actually is complete. It doesn't actually. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I don't That's know. So yeah, really weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's Wonder Boy Collection, and then it's Wonder Boy Anniversary Collection. The only difference really is the other one has all of them. This one only has four of them. Now, the description is for this one. It has the four most important games of the series. But again, <laughs> if you're calling yourself a collection, and you're missing some, that that to me is not a collection. I would rather you call it. I don't know, Wonder Boy 1 through 4 remaster. I know it's not as good of a name, but I don't know. Just be more... Uh, collection... Well, uh, Wonder implies... Boy Partial Collection. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Partial Collection. Wonder Boy Incomplete Collection. <laughs> <laughs> and do it with the K, too, like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so this one is... This one's Wonder Boy Collection, right? This is Wonder Boy Collection, yeah. So this one has the first four, actually. And then there's Wonder one... Boy Anniversary Wonder Boy Collection. That's yep, the that's difference. That's the one. 
Okay. Well, yep, that's a different one. I'm looking at the strictly limited version. They did a a a, a release, uh, a physical release of it. There is 21 okay. different versions of the games on that release. Um, okay. Because it has the Japanese versions and the international Western versions of each game on okay. it. So. But and it does. It has all the different systems too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's got the Game Gear version. It's got the SG One Thousand. It's got the arcade. Okay. It's got the Master System. Yeah, that's like the in the Mega Drive and all that. That's that's like to me. That's the one you want. Um, yeah, no, that is definitely the one you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one just didn't feel like it's it's uh, we reviewed it favorably like the review is now live on the site and uh i think i I believe i gave it a 3.5 out of 5 um i enjoyed it i'm having a great time with it because it has a lot of those modern functionalities that make those old games palatable today um i think the biggest thing being save states and there's a rewind feature as well which is important for a game like that because the first two games in particular are very arcadey games but they do have an ending, though. That's the thing. Like, those games do have a sort of story to them, but that story can't really be seen or experienced if, you know, you're having to start back from, you know, level one after you die every single time, you know, because there's no real save option. I mean, you could be getting close to the end of the story, and then it's like, whoop, nope. You know, that's that's another two hours you got to go through again because the games weren't necessarily long because they were arcade games arcade games aren't long right. they're meant for replay value more than anything but like i am trying to finish these you know because i do like these games a lot and uh, so that rewind feature and the save state feature is extremely helpful um because i don't want to experience it like an arcade game you know i it i want to experience it like a normal game um so no, nothing wrong with being an arcade game in an arcade game i love arcade games you know? Pac-Man, for example, one of my favorite <laughs> games of all time. So, um, but, but yeah, like, so it comes with Wonder Boy, and then I, after that, the naming gets really weird. Wonder Boy Two, and then I think it's Monster World uh, Three, um, and then Monster World Four, and they start off as like a platformer, but then they started to become like almost like an action RPG. Uh, series, um, but it, it the collection really makes you appreciate how the series has sort of evolved from entry to entry. And the biggest thing about Wonder Boy that still stands out to me, even to this day, is that the pixel art is just really good. Like, really, really good. It's just so charming. And uh, it really holds its own even to this day. Because I don't think they really did much in terms of remastering. What they did in terms of polish and enhancements were more on a technical level. You know, they didn't really touch the games themselves visually. Um, Because, again, you have those... (laughs) options that you would see in like an emulator right you know like those safe states like those rewind features right. and stuff like that so uh and i'm i'm trying to find who if it's the same company that's publishing it and even some of these gaming websites are confused they're they've run a story about the wonder boy anniversary collection but the trailer that they link to in youtube is actually for the wonder boy collection not the anniversary <laughs> collection so it's you know it's like no that's not what yeah, you're, you're you've confused and i and i can't find i i it's so convoluted online. I can't see. I can't figure out who. You know, I don't. I don't know if it's the same pub, the same people publishing it, or if it's two different people. So I don't know. That's weird. I can tell you, it's it's a mess, honestly, because <laughs> these games were initially published by Sega. Were they not? Were they developed by Sega too? No, sure. I don't think they. I don't. I know they were published by Sega, but I don't okay. know because I, I played it on the Master System, and oh, geez, yeah. come on, stop it. 
Yeah, because like the uh, wonder, I don't even know what to call them anymore. The third one and the fourth one in the collection uh, <laughs> are the Mega Drive versions, versus the first two where they're the arcade versions that are ported on there. Right. Um, so Wonder Boy. See, what and, if and... they did just give up and call it the third one, the fourth one? Yeah. <laughs> See, and, and that's that's what's bad, you know. Game three, game four. <laughs> in America, it was Wonder Boy. In Japan, it was Monster World. So you know, and then when they yeah. released, because when they released over here, it was Wonder Boy and Monster World. And in Japan, it was just yeah. Monster World. I'll just call it Wonder World and get it all even more confusing. It'll be great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then Monster Boy, which actually is a thing, actually. Is it Monster Boy? That's the remake, is it not? Mm-hmm. Monster yep. Boy or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. But credit where credit's due, though. The games are, like, super fun. Like, they really yeah, are. Yeah, they and are. They, They're for great. The most part, yeah. yeah, and for the most part, they hold up like really well. Like I'm enjoying my time a lot with this collection, and having those features, like the save states and rewind feature, really, really helps. Now, because it's a collection, they kind of want to celebrate it a little bit, and uh, so you do have, but they don't celebrate it in a way that you would expect a typical celebration to be. Like when you look at stuff like the Street Fighter collect, well, I mean, there's many Street Fighter collections, but um, like, and then there's the the Disney collection, and then there's the Mana collection, and then the Saga collection and stuff like that. They right. really celebrate those games because not only do you have multiple games in that package, but each game has its own sort of uh, where letterboxing would typically be, you know, like the black bars, whether they're on the you know top yeah. and bottom or the left and right. They usually replace those with like graphics, right? Make, make them just kind of mm. give them some more oomph, basically give them a nice sort of illustration. But every game in the Wonder Boy collection has the same graphic. There's not really any thought put into you know, making each one stand out more than they could. And the art gallery that's in there is literally just a few images put together and you can't even full screen them. So like, and as someone who loves art books and just, you know, illustrations and stuff like that in general, just behind the scenes, I love seeing concept art and all of that. And they put that in there, but again, it just feels sort of half-assed because you can't, you know, full screen and really appreciate, you can't zoom in like you would in like Tunic, right? I mean, not that that's an art book, but you know, Tunic, you could really zoom into those those you know that manual basically yeah it um, is a sega owned i thought it was yeah it's a it's a sega oh, okay. owned and it's actually so what is it doing both well and both both releases uh, the anniversary collection doesn't come out until november and it's done by bliss Bl- bliss brain it's done by the same company that did this so it's like why did you release it's so weird it's like yeah that uh, makes no sense yeah. you need some uh, last minute cash to complete the anniversary one oh, I, I, I guess yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't know. I don't know and 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 this is the thing that aggravates me is sega's name is nowhere on it you know yeah. and here's an ip that sega owns that they could clearly you know, you could clearly go, Sega could go out to a company and say, hey, we want you to make this game and put Sega logo on it. and But they'd rather not. They'd rather just go, a company comes to them and goes, hey, we would really love to do this with Wonder Boy. Can we do it? And Sega just goes, yeah, sure, why not? Somebody is going to buy a Sega, whether it's Sony or Microsoft at some point. Yeah. And they are going to, they're going to have all these IPs and they're going to start doing something with them. And I hope. Whoever it is, I hope they do something with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand Sega. There's so much money that they're just leaving on the table by just saying, "Yeah, you know, you go ahead. We give you our blessing." They did that with Street Fighter or uh, Streets of Rage. They did that yep. with um, what was the other Sonic one? Sonic, Sonic, yeah. Sonic uh, Mania. Yeah, yeah Sonic Sonic, Mania. it's like, what are you doing? You know, I don't know. I mean, it could be worse. They could be Konami. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that you're is... right. Yeah, Oof. but. 
But yeah, so that's it's the I same company doing it. I thought maybe by some strange reason there was a different company that was doing it. No, nope. it's the same publisher and the same or the same. It's like why are you and and sites are so confused. It's like, <laughs> like real no. reason. Yeah. It's really <laughs> dumb. Yeah, it is. It's really yeah. dumb. It's like what are you doing? I don't understand. So if I could, if I had to, if I had to go through several pages on Google to figure out that, that's that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. But it, you know, but, the, but, you know, at the end of the day, it is, it is, they're fun games and it's a solid collection. But again, if, if you really want the full, full collection, you're probably better off waiting for the anniversary well, yeah, one. I'm just going to wait um, for the anniversary one. Why wouldn't yeah. I? It has literally every game on it and every version, Japanese and every port, American, yeah. every port. So why yeah. wouldn't I wait? Yeah, like that's the one you're gonna want to get. Um, you know, if if I hadn't had this sent to me, then you know, and if I was personally like buying it, then right. yeah, absolutely wait for the anniversary collection, of course. Um, but you know, credit where credit's due. It's it's fine for what it is. It's it's fun. It's Wonder Boy. So if you have a history with it, you know, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. But even so, like you can buy them all individually already, anyways. You know, so yeah. it's it well. And really if you quite... you could buy them, I don't know if you could buy them through Xbox, but I know on the 360, there's a collection of them that was on the art the 360 arcade that's backwards yeah, compatible okay. on xbox right now yeah. so you could probably go to the 360 store online and buy it and then play it on the xbox yeah. i mean huh but, you know there's <laughs> options that are probably better than this one out there yeah that's where we've landed i think yeah anyway <laughs> so strange but yeah it is it is weird but yeah i've been i've been playing that and it's uh it's it's a good time but yeah if you want to go more in depth with it, the full review is out now on uh, thegamerslounge.com. So go check that out. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, where am I? Oh my god, Jesus, there's so much. Okay, let me let me just kind of run through these last couple. So, uh, Dream also this is the last one I've been playing on the Switch. Uh, I played and beat Dream the other day. I may have talked about this before on the podcast, but uh, I finally beat it the other day, and it's pretty much like an escape room type game. Mm-hmm. And I, I love stuff like that, stuff like Zero Escape and and. Uh, well, I, wouldn't, I was going to say Danganronpa, but I wouldn't count that. Um, but I, I love escape room games or just hidden object games and games like that. So, uh, But this one's more horror-based and has a sort of anime um, uh, art direction to it. And so it's sort of akin to like Corpse Party, actually. It kind of it kind of gives it gave me a lot of Corpse Party vibes, especially with like the story that it had. Um, and God knows I love Corpse Party. You know, we've done reviews for pretty much all of them on the site. Uh, so, you know, go read those if you like Corpse Party, but, um, but yeah, Dream is basically this, like I said, just an escape room, hidden object type game set in a horror setting. You're basically, you play as this, uh, this girl that wakes up in a morgue and she's not sure why she's in a morgue, uh, cause she's, well, she's not dead. So, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so she, she wakes up and she's like, why am I here? And, you know, before the story really takes off, you got to, well, escape from that morgue, right? So you just kind of, uh, and the game kind of introduces you to how things work, which, you know, if you've played games like this before, you already know it's going to work. It's, they all work the same way where it's like, click stuff that looks peculiar, you know, chances are, you know, it's like, oh, this, there's a piece of paper here that looks like something sharp. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That piece of paper murdered him. Apparently, froze him Man. solid. Yeah, he is. There you go. Okay. Oh, what? Oh, what happened? You, okay. Yeah, you got froze Sorry, again. Started talking about some piece of paper, paper. and then just like you were, oh, okay. you were frozen. Like, <laughs> man, that paper was so interesting. You just had to stop and just stare at it. I got caught by the teacher. That's what happened. Uh, I, I couldn't say anything. <laughs> I was passing notes in class. I don't feel. I don't feel tardy. 
Oh, uh, hot, hot for the teacher. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows. Okay. Yep. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so let's just say you know you find a piece of paper. You know you saw something sharp hanging out of it, right? And then you move the piece of paper, and then it's like, oh, scissors, great. Now you have scissors. Oh, now I can cut this wire that'll open up this vent or whatever. You know. So like, or you pick up the piece of paper and make a snowflake. <laughs> Yeah. True too. Or origami. Scissors, yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a swan, a duck. Forget escaping. Do arts and crafts, man. Yeah. Yeah, morgues aren't that bad. They got ramen. It's all right. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, so like so you know, you just wake up and you know, you're just kind of trying to figure, you know, a way out and then eventually you do and you know the story kind of goes from there. And yeah, and then things sort of uncover little by little. And I will say, I was super into that game until like the last like 20 minutes where the story just fell apart, man. Like right huh. when the credits started rolling, I was like, what the, what is this? What just happened? What just happened? Because it, it was a great game up until then. However, some of the puzzles started to get very, very illogical. And that's my problem with some puzzle games is sometimes they try to do things that are way too esoteric to the point where it just doesn't, makes sense right yeah. where it's like it's like you thought you were being clever when you were designing this i'm sure but through testing which i'm sure you did none of it does not there's no practical application for how this puzzle should be solved you know what I mean? i'm having so, so many flashbacks to all the point and click adventures i played as a kid yeah. <laughs> there's so yeah. many of that kind of puzzle yeah all the all that uh what was that called jump frog <laughs> and, and all that stuff is all that stuff ended up being like miserable at some point but um but yeah just or jump start rather no not jump frog i i, I mixed leapfrog with jump start that's what it is so oh, okay yeah uh yeah I mean, i'm sure there's probably some cheap pc game on some cd back in the day that had like ten thousand games on it called that you know because they had all the yeah. generic names that's what I call video games. Ten. <laughs> I don't know. But, right, yeah. yeah. Whatever I kept uh, buying at the computer store and being mostly disappointed by. Yeah. Oh man, I could spend ten dollars yeah. on this and get how many games? Yes. Oh yeah. man, these are all terrible. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no wonder That's why they're all in a compilation. No wonder it's cheap. It's like guys, if we work together, if we can tell them there's twenty games in here, <laughs> we can get played. <laughs> But yeah, so but anyways, like so yeah, but Dream has a lot of illogical puzzles. Now the puzzles that did work were really great and they were really clever. Uh, the game isn't necessarily difficult when the puzzles do work, but it's not necessarily easy either. So it's pretty intermediate. Um, but again, as you get towards the end, there's just a lot of puzzles where it's just like, I'm sorry, there's no actual logical way you would have figured this out. So I had to look some of these up, and even when you look some of them up, all the comments. Still doesn't make sense. Even though you find the solution and you look at the solution, I'm someone who likes to break things down also, right? Try to just deduce everything. Yeah. Nope. I don't know how you got to that conclusion. You want to know why? Because there was no way to that conclusion. You either have the answer or you don't. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's it. Someone's got to have the inside scoop from one of the developers just like, yeah, man, it's, it's, it, the, it, the code is 47. You know, how? No, just is, dude. Just is. Try it out. <laughs> yeah, just is, man. We did them just all. Is. We just went through them all and figured it out. What? Yeah. It's <laughs> just, just a Godspeed, bro. Yeah. Godspeed. Did you call our, uh, you know, pay hint line? There you go. That's how you get the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how they get the microtransaction. 99 cents to get the answer. So, 
but uh but yeah but overall i mean the, the, i was i was pretty happy with the game but it took a little bit longer than i would have liked not because of poor pacing per se but again because of these illogical puzzles that made no sense i'm like i'm sorry you're not missed you think you're missed you're not like it's just stop it stop everything you're and doing, right? uh let's be fair mist has some uh, some illogical puzzleness into that it's yeah. there's some pretty yeah. obscure stuff in that game <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, the whole, the whole, you know, it started to fall apart towards the end, unfortunately, but everything up until then was, was really, really good. And if you can find it on sale and you're kind of in the mood for something like that, I, I, I would actually recommend it, but definitely not full price. Uh, stay away from something like that at full price. Cause there's much better games that, especially from like something like artifacts Monday, you'll probably enjoy something like that much more. So, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, in addition to that, uh, because I needed somewhat of a breather, um, what do some people like to do? When they need to go for a breather, they have to go for a drive. So I've been playing uh, a little bit of, uh, again, I've been, I've been on that nostalgia train lately. So I went back and played a little bit of a Need for Speed Payback. Because that's like one of the only Need for Speeds that I really haven't played, even though I bought it like forever ago. I bought like a deluxe edition. I bought a deluxe pack that came with Rivals, the, the 20... 15 2013 i don't remember which one the, re the really bad one we don't talk about and then payback <laughs> uh that uh and I, but I bought, I bought that on playstation a while back and it was had the deluxe edition for every single one so it came with all the season pass content and whatnot um but this was the one that when it came out it was like oh so this is fast and furious the game basically because the right. story is basically fast and furious you have this crew of people right and they just you know they they got a race to save the world <laughs> basically so uh but but yeah, I mean, honestly, like the game holds up surprisingly well. Like I'm playing it on Series X in particular, um, it looks really good still. And I don't know if it's the Frostbite engine or what, but like it holds up well the for Frostbite a game that's as old as it. Yeah, Frostbite engine it, games usually hold up pretty well for at least how they look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was I relatively impressed, honestly. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's it's it doesn't do anything new. Per se, I mean, it's Need for Speed, so you kind of know what you're going into already. You do, you're going to go for that sort of arcadey, you know, nature of, of racing, um, which I love. That's that's much what I prefer. But, um, you know, the story is it's there. You know, that's kind of what I'm playing through at the moment. I just kind of want to go through a, just a simple story at the right. moment, something short. But I think it's only like five, six hours, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, but the the customization's decent enough. Where you know you can make cars that you feel probably look cool, and uh, and are happy with. Um, but man, you can see because I remember they got a lot of hate for this back when Payback release, where they had a lot of microtransaction problems, and EA heard that and took it away. Basically, they took it down. And but they're still kind of there in some regard, and it's like really bad, like stuff to just. Essentially, the equivalent of loot boxes to get you a better engine. Like, what are you? What? Huh? Why? How? Why can't I just go to my friendly neighborhood shop and just be like, dude, I need, I want to turn this V6 into a V8. Like, can we make that happen? Well, well, you got to gamble for it first. <laughs> like, it's, I don't want to spend five hundred dollars real money to do that. Like, what? Imagine in real life going to the, like the car shop and be like, well, go to this slot machine over yeah. here. Yeah, I know what you're gonna get. <laughs> Sometimes I feel that way. No, just <laughs> it's like, dude, I spent a hundred dollars so far, and all I've gotten is a pack of Skittles. What's going on? Like, I just I'm looking for car parts, man. 
like, just keep trying that. Yeah, 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 eventually. Oh, we're sorry. Uh, we showed you the wrong one. That was the vending machine. Uh, <laughs> our bad. <laughs> yeah. Why does this one say Dr. Pepper on it? Oh, that, okay, never mind. The, the, the next one. The next one. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's uh, but it's it's fun so far, and I'm I'm enjoying it. I just want, like I said, I just wanted a kind of a simple sort of racing game to to play and and dive into. Um, so and because I never played this one, I was like, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll jump into this one. I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling some sort of you know, I, I like I want that sort of corny Fast and Furious sort of story at the moment, you know. So let me play that. And I'm enjoying it so far. The controls are tight; they feel good. Um, uh, but uh, but the world is a little underwhelming, and I, I think that's always the most important part if you're going to have an open world racing game where it's like you got to make that world compelling. And this world, which is based off of Las Vegas, is not that compelling honestly it's like oh, yeah. you you know you see a couple of lights during the nighttime but it's just basically all desert and i'm like okay cool like i've yet to play an open world racing game that has a better world than burnout paradise did yeah well yeah burnout paradise was brilliant i mean it, it's like the it, perfect size to where you can have it be big and feel like a big enough world but it's not too big that you can't learn pretty much the whole thing if you spend enough time going through and know which yeah. way you're going and find all the cool little hidden areas that like hey there's a cool jump here and a cool shortcut there you could learn it whereas you know a lot of like games of many types these days hey our map is 500,000 square kilometers and it takes you know light speed to get across mm-hmm. it because it's so big and like but there's nothing there yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think one of the most frustrating parts about this game, too, is like the nitrous doesn't really feel... I think nitrous... If you have nitrous, it's important to make it feel like it's actually like making you go fast. And like the nitrous only lasts about two seconds, even with upgrades. And then on top of that, you're only really going. Like You went from 70 to 80. Cool. <laughs> you know, <Ooh>. like... <laughs> like, Burn. like that... Yeah, like that... What, 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 what did that help? <laughs> you know... That's like, not oh, a boost. Come on. No, yeah. Oh, great. I made it to work 15 seconds earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... If I that. If that, yeah. <laughs> well, you're bouncing so, off of something else, you know. So. Yeah. It's like, it, you know, it's it's stupid. But overall, um, I'm surprised how well the game holds up, though, honestly. Um, now, I... It's only, I, what, I, five years old? Something like 2017 that. 2017 or... That sounds right. Some, somewhere there. there. Yeah, around there, like 2016, 2017, around there for sure. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm glad they they took time off because Need for Speed Heat I actually really liked. So they that was kind of a not necessarily a return to form, but it just felt a lot more well put together and it was like packaged properly without bombarding you with microtransactions and stuff like that. So, and I'm hoping the next one since they're not doing it yearly anymore, because um, Heat came out two years ago, I think maybe three years ago. So. It's been a while, so I'm I'm hoping now with the new Need for Speed, which maybe we'll see this year, who knows? Because uh, I think it's about time for a new one. Um, that'll be good. Which actually, I don't think EA bought Codemasters, right? Like they're the ones mm-hmm. that did Grid and like Dirt and all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So, so technically, I I could be wrong, but aren't they? Didn't they get assigned to do the new Need for Speed now? I could be wrong. Don't, don't know. No idea. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay, thank you. Um, but I, but if they're doing it, I think the new Need for Speed is going to be really, really good. Because Ghost, Ghost Games, they tried, man. You know, and like they had a lot of good ideas, but they're not what the old NFS studio used to be. And 
uh, you know, they Ghost Games feels like more like a support studio than an actual like okay, we're in charge of the development of everything type of studio. You know, back in February, Ghost... EA stated the new Need for Speed title would be released before the end of 2023, and uh, Crichton and Codemasters Cheshire was developing. Oh, nice. So Codemasters is on it. Cool. So what, what's, I wonder what's happening to Ghost Games then, because they've kind of been on NFS duty for a bit, and what are they just getting like defunct? Is EA just throwing them out of the window? Well, they just did a new like a ghost. Didn't they do a new Grid game? Oh, they did the new out? Grid. Not I, Grid Legends, is that right? Did they do Grid? Oh, okay. Legends? I didn't realize that was that. I don't know okay. if it I was or not. I thought that was Codemasters. Um, oh, okay. That's what I'm going to see here. If I can get my because I like Grid a lot. Actually, I haven't played Grid Legends. Uh, no, that was Swordfish Legends, Studios that did. Oh, okay. Code so Master I guess Ghost Games, Games, yeah. They're... I don't know. Let's just see. EA's just gonna, they're going to treat them like they did Visceral. They're just like, just shut it down. <laughs> Visceral, pff, like a bajillion studios over like so many you know, years. Yeah, there you There's EA, a nice yeah. list of studios that have been shuttered after being bought by EA. Uh, let's see. I yeah, don't know when this was, but the people ask, why did EA shut down Ghost Games? EA is shutting down the Ghost oh, Games studios wow. that developed the last four Need for Speed titles, putting 30 jobs at risk. Ghost Games is, is to be dissolved with the Swedish premise turned into an engineering hub to assist in development across the EA portfolio. So, yeah. See, I told you, they're, they're a support studio. They're not, that's what that's, because that's what these games feel like. This they was, feel like they were made by support This was studio. a story from two years ago, so. We were, oh, wow, yeah, wow, okay. Yeah, so so it's been a while then, okay. We're really... We're really behind on that. Apparently, it came away. <laughs> yeah. Or, or we knew about it, then forgot about it, and have rediscovered yeah, it. Yeah, they probably. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Well, if it's not too late, uh, I hope everyone finds a new job. <laughs> I hope so, that they found one well before now. If it was two years ago. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm just hoping this next Need for Speed like really knocks it out of the water, which I have faith because Codemasters is a really, really talented team. Yeah. Like they they tend to knock it out of the park more often than not. Even though they're they more so work on like simulators more so than arcadey stuff. They have done arcadey stuff, but I feel like a bulk of their library and a bulk of their talents are usually focused more on the simulation side of things. So I'm I but I mean I'm I'm sure they can still make a great I'm Need sure. for Speed that's arcadey. So yeah, unless they end up doing a new like shift. Because Need for Speed shift them and Crichton working on it, it should be should be good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right. I mean, that'll be interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah. Wow. Okay. Rest in peace. Ghost games. Jesus. So, anyways, sorry to dig up a two-year-old wound. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. You know, we'll see. They, they. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but hopefully. I, I, Codemasters, man, that would be because Codemasters has a big history. Imagine if EA shut them down, like, man. Like, I don't be... see that happening. There, no, neither do I. Neither yeah. do I. But just imagine, like, oh, right. would... they'll shut them down either like completely or in the form of like the actual studio is not the same. They've gutted it and re-staffed it right. and still have the name, but it's not really yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Either one of those things seems to be the end for most studios that uh, EA has control of, unfortunately. Yeah. They just eventually just grind them into the door, just reshape them to something else to try and get more people on their big games and get some lots of money. Yeah. 
Oh, you want, don't want to work on FIFA? Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever whatever it's going to be named now that it's not going to be FIFA. That's true. What are they, probably just EA Sports Soccer. Didn't they say that or something like that? Maybe no. they haven't revealed it yet. But I there is no name for it. I just forgot off the top of my head. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see where that brand goes. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, lastly, um, I've been playing a little bit of V Rising. We got a code sent to us. Um, I have written a review. Actually, I just finished the review. And uh, so uh, I'll put that up soon. Um, get all the necessary assets going. But but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's uh, it's basically, I mean, you know, pretty much to echo what Nathaniel said last time. Um, it's it's a really, really fun game. Um, I, I've been getting a lot of vibes, though, more so of, I know a lot of people have been comparing it to Valheim. It's I've, not like Valheim at all. No, I, I get more vibes of like Diablo and Dragon Quest builders. Like that's the vibe I've been getting as I've been playing it. And, oh, yeah, uh, it's very gonna... much Diablo, but you also have to chop trees. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and, and then, like, like build, your, build your castle tiles. Right, and, and I think that's why it reminds me so much of Dragon Quest Builders, because Dragon Quest Builders mm-hmm. is an RPG that has those sorts of mechanics, right? right. Where, like, you need to build, you know, all, yeah. all these, you know, Stuff areas. Stuff with a little bit less places. structure than what Dragon Quest Builders has. Yeah, true, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because the story's not really immediately apparent. They just kind of give you, like, a cinematic when you turn it on where it's just like, hey, you're rising from the dead. The humans won, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not a story-type and... game. It's very much like a right. survival game, like anything from Rust to whatever, where there's not really a story to those games. It's more like, yeah, here's right. a setting that we're putting you in. We've got a little bit of lore to tie you in so that you get interested, and then here you go. Here's all the mechanics and stuff that yeah. you want to go get the cool stuff, build the bigger things, the more powerful things, get all the weapons. Right. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, it's 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 been it's been working so far. I mean, credit where credits due. I mean, it's it, it does what it does very well, and yeah. for being an early access title, like I'm actually surprised, like because this could be easily this could have easily released as like, all right, here's our 1.0 build, you know. But like the fact that it's considered early access, it's just it's already better than most other games in this genre. I feel uh, personally. Yeah, it's but, pretty good, uh, and they've also recently said that they are, you know, taking a bit of a kind of break, although there's still some bug fixes and stuff like that, but they're going to go through all the data from the lots and lots of players that they've had at launch, see just kind of like what people want and all this stuff before uh, making a big, you know, full roadmap for exactly what they want yeah. to add to it. They've got some ideas, but... I I want to yeah, play it. It's going to be exciting. It's just that if I play it right now, it's going to have to be on Steam Deck, and without it having controller support, it's not going to play real well on Steam Deck. I have a feeling, controller-wise, I mean, game-wise, it should play fine. But I, I think there's some controller modifications done by some of the community that might work. But yeah, I, I was I like, I'm sure there's some mod that technically makes it work. But even with, without that, it's a difficult controller game if you're just activating it you'd have to make some ui changes right. and things to make it really work well with a controller yeah. just from all the different menus that you have to interact with yeah so i'm kind of waiting probably, yeah, uh, or eventually i say i'm going to wait but I'm, I, i'll probably buy it and play it when i have time to play it on the pc i don't yeah. always have time to come down here and sit and play on the pc where my steam deck goes with me as i go so yeah i need yeah. to start putting some more time in it again because i've only gotten like a little bit uh, into the stuff I've got like copper weapons or something so I haven't even gone to like the other uh, biomes yet other than the first one <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but man I, I, I was uh... like mining a bunch of stones so I could build my castle <laughs> That's what I was doing. I just I really wanted to build an awesome castle. So, uh, but it's really cool because like these resources evolve over time as you get more recipes and more um, 
you know, just crafting elements and stuff like that too, which you can get through, uh, basically you can track like targets basically. And they don't necessarily, they don't explicitly put it on the map for you, but there's this sort of like blood trail, the scent that you get that you have to follow um, as you're tracking these uh, enemies. And each time you kill one of the enemies, um, from your targeted list, uh, you do get more abilities that way. And the abilities, there's a lot. It's crazy. And you can mix oh, yeah. and match any way you want. It's wild. Like, it's it's insane. So you can really come up with some insane strategies um, and just go pulse to the wall while you're out and about, you know. Um, but the game's really great. And I think it's, for what it is, it's actually really accessible, which I think is the most important part. Um, because Valheim, my biggest problem with Valheim was like, I didn't know what I was doing half the time and nothing ever made sense. And, you know, I crafted a little bit, I built a nice little shed and I was like, that's it for me. <laughs> so, uh, this one is kind of like an in-between. So you have like a Valheim or any other kind of survival that's like that, where it's pretty much just like, go figure it out. We're not going to, uh, hold your hand too, too much. Yeah. And then it's like very open sandboxy kind of game. And then you have like the other inspector will be like a Diablo action RPG, something like that. And this is somewhat kind of in the middle where it has bits and pieces of both. So it has a little bit more structure in that you have kind of almost not really a quest, but you have like a thing at the big uh, top corner that's like, go get such and such resource or, you know, build this bench and interact with it. And in order to do that, you have to go, oh, okay, well, to unlock that recipe, you have to go kill this mini boss and I have to go over here. And, you know, it it works together very well. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, I I think what really helped me get into it more too was also the fact that there's a very easy to read and seamless tutorial that it kind of walks you through at first um so once you get sort of used to the menus and the systems then you can kind of go out on your own and do whatever um but yeah it's like it's just the way it's set up entirely is to me just extremely useful and it just it works out really well the the way that it that it does so um but yeah i mean i'm I'm loving it so far but i'm pretty much done with the review i you know i don't want to you know kind of expose everything because you know I, I want i would like people to read the review but uh it's uh uh i've been enjoying my time with it it's been really hard to put down honestly it's it's super enjoyable but um i, I think it's important to note that games like these usually more often than not they always want you to play with other people mm. but v rising i think is is as someone who's been playing solo the entire time it's been it's been great Honestly, oh, yeah. it's been it's as well. Been, solo. That's what yeah. I've been yeah. doing as well. Yeah. And it's been really great and very accommodating for it. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I got my own sort of server going on and I know, uh, you can have like, you can, I think you can invade other people's servers or you can steal other people's like chests and things like that. You can go into other people's castles if you want. Um, but I don't have it set up like that. I don't, you know, I just have a normal PVE solo thing. Um, so just kind of enjoying the world and the lore. Uh, of everything so yeah i think it's just cool that they have a really nice solid base of a game that has quite a bit of features already and where's it going to be in like a year or a year and a half two years however long they're in early access when they get that 1.0 release what will it look like then because they're already at a really good place which means they're not going to be working on the you know getting it to work as much as some early access games because they're all buggy or whatever this one's got some bugs and things in it a little bit here and there but it's pretty solid for the most part so they can just work on adding more features and stuff more than you you might if you didn't have as solid of a base to start with 
Well, that, that's what I'm excited for is I think just the amount of content that's going to come in the future because I think there's a lot of exciting things you could do with a game like this that otherwise, you know, like you said, I mean, most early access games are always, yeah. they come out and then they're just like, all right, what are the bugs people are having? Let's flesh this out. And then after that, it's then the content comes, right. you know, but now it's just like we can just focus straight on the content and give people, you know, like awesome updates every time pretty much. Yeah. It's on my list. I need to pick it up. <laughs> And I will yeah, at some point. That's everything. <laughs> All right. Cool. But yeah, that's everything we've been playing. Well, let's uh, jump in real quick. Um, the state of play was this week uh, from Sony. Um, boy, a lot of people online thought it was really good. I thought it was kind of meh. Good. Oh, um, uh, man. It was you, you're, you set your bar too high, John. No. It's like, it's I... a state of play. They have some actual recognizable big games in it. Therefore, it was a pretty good state of play. Is it as good as other things or as exciting as like a Sony press conference would be? Nah. No. And but it's still for what they usually put into state of play. This one is a decent version of a state of play. I, I had no expectations going into it other than with it being kind of tied to kicking off the summer game fest as they kept doing online they kept that's a last second thing where they were just trying to get people to watch it it's still just a i know state. but it has nothing to do with the rest of it here's here's <laughs> my thing here's my thing with the with the state of play during the the month of june when you know you're not doing an e3 press conference and stuff like that this is where you come out i think with your first party and your your stuff that you've got coming out i mean not fine resident evil 4 remake Wonderful. A lot of people like Resident Evil 4. Doesn't interest me. Street Fighter 6. Doesn't interest me. Final Fantasy 15 or 16. Doesn't interest me. I mean, but, it's yeah. a bad thing. It just means it's no. not interesting to you. Well, that, that doesn't and mean that's... it's bad. So, and also, they came out and said kind of what to expect beforehand. Right. So it's not like they were going to show a bunch of big first party things, cools, reveals. It's That's not what it was for. No. I just... To me, to me, a state of play at this time of year needs to be a that's not when Sony's been doing stuff. I this know, is a not. It just so happens to be at the beginning of June. But when they're doing their big stuff, it's later in the summer. Yeah, and I. But that's when they would do it. They wouldn't do it now. And they because won't Sony even... doesn't want to do it when everyone else is doing the same thing because yeah. they're being and, Sony. And that's I, it. And, and I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that. I. I think it's a. I just don't. I just don't like. I it. mean, I agree. That's kind of silly. But you know, everybody I get else where they're coming from. But at the same time, I think it's. Dumb way for them to think. But yeah, because you know, I mean, everybody, everybody this time of year comes out swinging, and and they, well, we'll just wait, and then I don't because know. it's, it's just, just the way Sony is right now. They're the big dog on top. They don't have to care and do anything about anybody else. They just know that if they put out something, you know, by themselves when nothing else is going on, people will watch it and get excited about it. Like, yeah. oh, hey, we're going to reveal God of or, War now. Cool. Like, they, they know uh, people will watch it. Or they will or they will reveal Spider-Man coming to PC, and I actually saw grown men online crying because it was coming on PC. That was... <laughs> I did. I saw I saw videos of... There was... There was an old game, too. Yeah, there was like, several the videos. Was what, this point. what was hilarious was there were several However, videos of people doing live reaction thing yeah. you know, like they always yeah. do and well, yeah. there was a bunch of but bunch of uh, there was like a collection of them and a bunch of guys when it when it came on they thought it was spider-man 2 <laughs> and then when they saw it was coming to pc it was like oh, yeah, guys, oh when they my say a fan favorite that means yeah. it's something that's already been out oh my god now see 
You call it old, but there's an older game that might have made me cry or at least want to cry. If they had said Bloodborne coming to PC, that would have been amazing. Yeah, but they were. But they were. But they were happy tears. They yeah, those would be happy tears. Yeah, These yeah. guys were not happy crying tears. for happy tears. These guys were crying because now Spider Man is coming to PC and they just were well, totally that's just distraught. Dumb people being dumb. It is like, dumb people oh, being dumb. Hey, here's this cool thing. It's called Spider Man. Is a giant property that is loved by many people sold lots and lots of copies millions of copies on the playstation and hey guess what they want to sell millions more on another platform yeah and they're I mean, going to because it's spider-man yeah. come on <laughs> you know they've between the playstation 4 and the playstation 5 they sold 33 million copies of that game they said which i understand because if you wanted to buy the remastered version you had to buy miles morales so yeah you know you've you're you're, you're which sell is also cameras. coming to pc just a little yep. bit later this year both yep. will be out uh, uh, you know, one I think is what July, and then the other ones I think in the fall. They said. Uh, I know. Well, no, remastered is August and. Oh, August. Okay, so I think maybe August Miles then... Morales is in the fall. I think, or I think. Yeah, yeah. Miles is a little bit later. I just yeah. didn't remember when. I, I couldn't either. Yeah. Was but um, let's see. Um, the Roller Dome is coming. That looked pretty cool. I didn't realize that was the Ollie Ollie people um, at first. I saw that and I was so confused at first because I thought it was going to be Sable and I was like, wait, no, like yeah. the art style is directly ripped from Sable, but this gameplay is not Sable. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> uh, let's see. Like I said, Final Fantasy or uh, Resident Evil 4 uh, remake or remaster, whatever they're call it, whatever they call it, it's coming to PS5. I assume it will be the same as like RE2 and RE3, just they're doing just, RE4 now, yeah, but it also might much. not be as different as those two because it's a little bit closer just right. because of what RE4 was originally. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil Village is uh, for PSVR 2. Um, the PSVR stuff I thought was kind of interesting because there was one of the PSR or PSVR games. It wasn't No Man's Sky. It was maybe Walking The Walking Dead. Dead. One? Uh, on one of the press releases, it actually said... 20 it said releases in 2022 but the psvr 2 doesn't come out this year it's I would actually assume the game does and it's just yeah it's to more than just that platform it's it's coming to ps4 vr is what yeah. it is so you know you're still getting some trickles of ps4 vr did the games. first saints and sinners come on other stuff than PlayStation? it did it's on oculus and stuff like that yeah it so i would assume it's coming to like time. all sorts of yeah on pc and stuff too for the sequels well. yeah the only the the thing that really that i was really interested in was we finally got a launch date for stray that game is the one that I've been looking forward to since they announced the PlayStation 4. I'm not looking forward to it because I still don't know what that game is. Like, I don't it looks either. Pretty, it looks cool. But it's uh, just like, look, there's a cat walking around a steampunk or cyberpunky kind of looking city. But what what is the actual game? They showed a little bit more kind of yeah. gameplay looking stuff in this than they have in the previous trailer. So I don't know. It could be cool. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, But... Uh... Man, that Final Fantasy 16 trailer. I know a lot of Final Fantasy fans were really excited about that. It just, meh. I just I didn't care. I, I didn't I mean, it care. looks like, like Final Fantasy. Just... It looks cool, yeah. but I, I don't know. Maybe this one, if they, because aren't they getting away from the turn-based stuff? It's yeah. all action now, so yeah. maybe that will be what will finally get me to like a Final Fantasy game. I don't see, know, but see, I'm the opposite. Probably it's, not. It's getting away, <laughs> getting away from the turn-based style makes me like 
less likely to like the Final Fantasy games. I like. I mean, those. you're talking to someone. I played 13 for maybe I don't know 15, 20 hours. Yeah. I played 15 for maybe 10. I tried playing the Seven remake uh, when it came to PlayStation Plus or something, and didn't even get past the tutorial part. It's like something about Final Fantasy specifically. I don't know what it is. Just the vibe of those games. I guess I just don't quite. I haven't ever gotten into them. I, just I, it doesn't quite land with me for whatever yeah. reason. Like there's other JRPGs I've played that I really liked. It's just something about Final Fantasy. I don't know what it is. I just maybe I've played the wrong ones. Maybe I don't. Know. I don't I've liked the old <laughs> ones, you know, but usually much past ten or eleven. Other than the MMOs, you know, I haven't really cared for any of the Final Fantasy. And this one, watching this trailer, it looked pretty, but I didn't know what the heck was going on, and it just I yeah. was like, and well, I just I think- looked at. Eh. Part of what it is about previous Final Fantasies is they've always had this reputation of like very pretty. They have the really shiny, pretty awesome cutscenes, at least, you know, at a certain point once they started doing those. But then the gameplay is way, way too busy with the UI for the most part, at Mm -hmm. least of the ones I've played. It's just like it's confusing. You're trying to figure out what's going on. If you ever put it down and come back, and even just a little bit later, you're like, wait, how do I do this again? It's like you might as well just start over. Um, like, what was this weird, super crazy button combo to do the weird, crazy thing? Just like, never mind. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Horizon Call uh, Call the Mountain. I don't know if I want to play Horizon Zero Dawn. That is really weird. VR. I it get is. why you would use that because it's one of your bigger brands. So you want some of a VR experience in it because it'll look really pretty in VR and looking around. But that game, the regular one, is so much about like frantic combat dive rolling Mm -hmm. around trying to dodge things and fire off a few arrows into weak spots or set some traps and do this it's very quickly fast-paced things at least the combat part of it is that you can't really do that in vr because then people will either be getting sick or just like bashing into things because they're trying to do stuff too fast so like how do you translate to that to vr and we don't really figure that out because this trailer is more about like look how pretty it is yeah i mean it looks a lot better than the first trailer they showed you could definitely tell a difference in the in the trailers i mean they but i i don't know i mean one cool thing from all these like vr2 which still grain of salt because we haven't seen it well, but yeah, like, they yeah. look prettier than the previous gen of vr games because the ps5 lets them push more through so we know they will look pretty but yeah but yeah, that's who knows if these they will actually still look like this or not because you know the hardware right now yeah we don't know what it'll right. do um and then they uh how do you say that call callstio call call this Callisto, Callisto protocol Callisto. Callisto. aka dead space right and it is because the dead it's space dead people. space mm. like one of the co-creators of dead space is making that game and boy does it look it and that I, it's awesome, but it's also you know, yeah. Well, the trailer, you can also, play it. Yeah, you can play it anywhere. Ninety ninety five percent of everything that they showed. Well, I mean, that's how like now, so. a lot of you know stuff like yeah press conferences at E three in the past. Without like, if it wasn't the first party, you know, this is a Halo game or this is you know whatever on Sony. This is God of War. You know, if it wasn't that, then you're like. They're not going to tell you it's multi-platform. Right, yeah, yeah. Probably is. Yeah. <laughs> Even Street Fighter Six, which 5 was, you know, it was locked PlayStation. Street Fighter Four, 6 so. looks so weird. It does look <laughs> weird. And then at first I was like, okay, at the beginning of that trailer, I was like, okay, this is a Street Fighter game. I know it is. I can tell by the look of it. But yeah. is it going to be like an open world fighting game? And then they, it's like, no, it's just a regular old fighting game with just nicer graphics. The whole walking around thing was just kind of. Really? Because like, I, I didn't think the graphics looked that nice. 
Well, I thought it was like this looks like Street Fighter Five, but it's Street Fighter Five in my brain as a game I never played. So it's kind of like my me imagining what it looked like. Right. So it probably actually does look. But then I'm looking at it, it's like comparing it to other games is like if you have a fighting game that's pretty, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But it's like very focused. You're right. in like an arena and you have two fighters and they're going at it. You can really amp up how it looks. Same with kind of like driving games. You know, cars, you can amp up the materials on it right. and make it reflect. If it looks pretty, yeah. it should, you know, look really good. I think a lot of the like weird, uh, I say particle, but it was more like kind of like paint wipey effects that they're doing in the trailer. If that's yeah, yeah. actually in the game, could look cool, but that's only going to be on some special moves and stuff. Right. The actual models yeah. and stuff themselves, I'm like, they look fine, but there wasn't anything that was like, ooh, this is cool. I really want to play this game. It was just like, I guess, I don't know. I, if you're someone who likes Street Fighter, you're probably like, yes, this is cool. I will yeah. play it, and it doesn't really matter. If you're someone who's not into like those fighting games as much, other than maybe dabble if it looks cool, it didn't have anything for me, but that's fine. It's still cool that it went Street Fighter Six. Right. Yeah. My my thing with my takeaway from the from the the state of play was if you like horror games and fighting game, this was the state of play for you. There, there were a lot, lot of kind of like of horror, horror games. games. Yeah. yeah. And see, and I don't play I don't play horror games. I just don't care for them. So, and, and maybe that's why it was just kind of like meh for me. It's like they also yeah. have a uh, good. PlayStation people getting tunic, so if you don't have an yep. Xbox, you can get tunic, which yep. which is that was my I was uh, chatting with some people when it was on, and I was like, "Hey, tunic is pretty cool. I might just go play it on my Xbox after this is over." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm glad to see it. You know, only take four months to come to PlayStation. You know, it wasn't like a year or or some crazy you know it came pretty quick yeah some crazy exclusivity like that which honestly i mean it it, i think they probably also did that on purpose just to kind of be like look we're not to once again show that you know xbox is they're not the bad guys right it's like look it's only a couple months instead of the entire year that you know is usually done on playstation and then probably a year after that like in the case of retrograde just so they can renew it you know for final fantasy 7 it doesn't even make sense to do that for a game as small as like tunic it's no okay there you go and microsoft has no money well they don't they've already got their money you know they put money in it to help finish it you know they they got money they you know they paid money to put it on game pass so they're not you know, who cares if it's if it goes to to PlayStation? Plus, um, oh, and plus Stray, yeah, and oh, and Stray's yeah. going to be on the PlayStation Plus Game Pass paid, paid fifteen dollar. I don't even know what it's called. It's on this one or that one, but not the, the other one that's normal. It's just like it's so confusing. It's on at the this fifteen dollar tier, whatever they whatever I mean, they that's call cool, it. But. It's yet to be seen if they're going to keep doing this type right. of thing, or if it's just like one here, one there. Yeah, and that, how regular is it going to be? Yeah, and that's that's why I'm waiting. You know, let me see how regular it's going to be before I pony up my fifteen dollars a month. So that's also how often are they going to add games to it? Are they going to be doing it? You know, every month, several titles yeah. like Game Pass does, yeah, or I mean, not, or yeah. whatever. It's like Game Pass puts knows? what six to six to eight on the first of the month, and five to six at the end of the month so you know yep. i mean they, they... it's also like 
you know, because I have both, I ain't getting the PlayStation one because I've already got Game Pass. So if there's right. overlap, yeah. I've already got it there. And if yeah. it's something that I want to play on the PlayStation, it's probably something I could just buy there. Exactly. And be fine with it. Well, and that's like with Stray. I haven't even decided if I'm really going to buy it on X on PlayStation or not. You know, because it's going to be available on Steam. It's ten percent off right now. I may just buy it and play it on my Steam Deck. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because that's especially for you. That's where you'd most likely have the time to play it. Yeah, anyway. exactly. So, yeah. yeah, I wish more. <laughs> I wish more Steam games, PC games had, and console games had uh, 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 file sharing, uh, save sharing. I wish. I wish they all did that. Yeah, if it's on PlayStation, if it's on Xbox, if it's on PC, just make it so I can move my saves between those things. That would be great because I would. You know, it's. You know, if I play something on Xbox, I'd you know that I play on Steam Deck too. It's like I, I understand. Yeah, but that's yeah, tricky it's, it's because you have to be big enough that you can have your own right. cloud service that it goes to that your games can link to, and not small games are going to be able to do that. Right now, the only game that some I medium games. Yeah, the only the only game that I know of that really does that right now is um, Hades, which is weird. Hades has cross save, which is yeah. Really they weird. added that at some point, but yeah. also Ubisoft, some of their recent stuff does that. So like some of the yeah. Last yeah. Actually, couple Assassin's Creed games and stuff like yeah. that, they'll do that. Actually, yeah, but the trouble is, is, is Ubisoft's not on Steam, so it's like... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, as yeah, far as, like, between platforms, right, yeah. Steam particularly. Oh, The Witcher does that, too, actually. The Witcher does that between Switch and PC. Not with the other, not with Xbox or PlayStation, but right. Switch and PC, you yeah, can cross Switch save. And PC, which is yeah. weird. I don't know why it doesn't do that yeah. on Xbox. It's odd. It's but... because they added it when they did the Switch port. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, the Sonic Frontiers gameplay was shown... It was, that game looks like trash. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, you know what it looks like to me? It looks like somebody took some, uh, like they went into like Unreal Engine 5 or whatever engine they're doing. They went into the store, bought some generic terrain, didn't change anything about it. Then yeah. threw Sonic in with a completely different art style to this realistic terrain and said, yeah. good enough. It looks so bad. The, I honestly, the, you could take all of the Sonic and the platform stuff out of that, put them in a completely different environment, and it would look so much better. Just because you could match it to like art style, but because like this, these crazy big landscapes that are like so far away that it doesn't matter. It's just like, what are you thinking? Like, what is this? Yeah, right. like, I don't know what honestly, this is. I think, unfortunately, just from first impressions. Obviously, you know, I try to stay optimistic, but uh, just from I'm first not. impressions alone, <laughs> it's it's. I think it'll be Sonic 06 all over again. I, I really yeah. do. Um, where Sonic 06 also had that clashing art style of, like, here's human beings and, like, these realistic sort of areas and landscapes, except it wasn't open world. Obviously, it was much more yeah. linear. But, I... but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll end up seeing. But uh, that first impressions for that weren't good. Everything felt so empty. Mm. Um, it did. It, it felt real empty. Of course, yeah. it's just a preview yeah. video, so it's not... We don't yeah. even know how early in development it is. Who knows? It, it may if be... they're showing it, then they shouldn't have shown it if it's actually alpha footage or something like it right. looks like. And yeah. If it's not, then what Well, I thought doing? it was supposed to <laughs> come out this holiday, was it not? But I think it got delayed, no? I no, I, I there's, no, there's no release date tag to it as far as I know. I mean, oh, at this right. point, we've had far more bad Sonic games than we've had good ones, so yeah. your expectations have to be kind of low, especially yeah, when I you mean, see something like this. You're like, I don't yeah. know how much they can improve that before it comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, finally, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, 
release dates, uh, which we all knew they would come out holiday this year, unless they were. Yeah, that was not there, that, that was not a question. Well, um, I am so surprised. There are Pokemon games that are going to be coming out. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw. Uh, I saw uh, the the yeah, the announcement of the trailer. I haven't even watched the trailer yet. It's like okay, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Okay, cool. Um, hey, I bet Scarlet and Violet has absolutely nothing to do with the color of the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Even though it should. That would be funny. Uh, it may. I don't know. Um, you buy this one, they're all Scarlet colored. You buy the other one, they're all Violet colored. So, so everyone can tell at a glance which one you're playing. So Honestly, that, I mean, it's, it's, it is interesting that like this time around, like it's, well, not only are they going back to colors, which they haven't done in a bit, but like there really is no, I mean, like they are red and sort of purplish colored like you would expect the legendaries but outside of that there's no real significance to the names as we know right, right now um, yeah other than they'll have different pokemon on each pokemon one. give us yeah. cash one and give us cash two yeah <laughs> um so this is is this this is open i'm gonna take it as open world like uh, the last pokemon game. Ever, uh, yeah except this one is true open world none of that hub nonsense that arceus had gotcha. so this one's gonna be like you know just the moment you're in, that's it. Go. Have hmm. at it. And it's non-linear this time, too. So, you know, um, but I'm sure, like, I wonder how gym badges are going to work. I think so long as you can get to that level, you can just walk into a gym unless you. it's absolutely necessary. Because it, before, you always had to have the gym badge before the next one, um, you know, in a certain order, yeah. right? But I wonder if now, like, you can just, you know, if you have a Pokemon that's level... 36 and you think you can handle badge number three without having getting badge number one or two right now can you just go straight to badge number three and you know get that badge right. before you get the rest so it's it'll be interesting because they did they were trying to emphasize the non-linearity of it this time around so uh but yeah it remains to be seen so it's it like breath of the wild where you can just go and beat the big one at the end but it probably yeah. isn't likely yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> your, your your Pokemon just goes out and like freezes in place, like looks scared, just like explodes. Yeah. yeah. So it, it 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 says it has multiplayer. Is it like you play the game multiplayer, or is it just? Yeah. I mean, is it just is it just certain regions? Is it you know? Are, can you play the entire game multiplayer? You know, it seems like you can play the entire thing. Yeah, you can have up to four people. That it basically like an MMO like party style. You can just jump in. And mm. get a server going, basically, and just and enjoy the story together. Now the, the there's question... where they're missing money. Like, what if they did a Pokemon MMO? They would Which make so much money with that stuff. Years like, and years good ago. lord, just think of it. Like, yeah, like they don't have to do anything super crazy with it. Just make it a no. big world that a All bunch right. of people can well, go in and trade it... their Pokemon, like you wouldn't. Like, take the kind of base that you would have with any regular game and just blow it up to MMO size. Boom, done. Well, here's the thing Print too. The like I've played, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like I, I've years and years ago. When I say years and years ago, I mean like probably the better part of six, seven, eight years ago. I, I've played fan-made Pokemon MMO games where basically they just take the ROMs. The one that I played in particular that I spent the most time on. When I say a lot of time, I'm talking hundred plus hours, like an MMO. You know, like where I spent. They, you would basically get the ROMs for Sapphire and Ruby. And then you'd have to get one more ROM for Heart Gold for some reason. Mm. And then you would put them all in this little application, 
And then from there, it would just initiate a server and anyone and everyone who was playing that, you could jump in and it was awesome. Hmm. You would just play it on your PC and it was like you would go through these towns that you would just in the game, like in the game, yeah. but you'd see people running around everywhere and you could talk to people. There was a chat box. There was, you know, all this cool stuff and even new implementations as well. They added new cities, a character customization as well, but still with that, you know, uh, pixel art. And uh, it was it was awesome, man. And you had mm. the animations that you had from Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which is probably why they added that because they're just like we need some data from here to kind of help with the, you know, the 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 functionalities of some other things. But uh, but man, it was it was awesome. It was awesome. I missed that thing. I spent so many hours on that. But imagine if that was official, right? Oh yeah, Where yeah, it's yeah. Like, the the scale of that and just and m- mind you this entire thing was free I didn't spend a dime on this thing and I already right. spent so much money there were there weren't any pay like pay to play elements to it at all there was no shop other than you know the new shops that they put in there that you would just use from the money you got from winning battles that was it right mm-hmm. so like you would not spend the you had they had a donation thing you know if you wanted to help fund the you know like further development of the project so mm-hmm. you know the MMO would keep going but otherwise no. Nah. No money. You didn't have to spend a dime, which oh. I never did. And you know, but imagine if there was an official thing, and they had, you know, they they could get away with microtransactions and stuff like that. And people would spend millions of dollars. Oh, I'm thinking want, of it right know? now. It's called World of Pokemon. It's just, it's so easy. Come on, it it's not so well, man. It's easy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon World. Yeah, so, and, and, no, no, you got to say World of Pokemon, so it World sounds like WoW. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Okay, well, <laughs> WoW Wop. instead of WoW, that'd be WoW. Yeah. Wop those Pokemon. Wop. Wop. So I wonder if, <laughs> if you know, it doesn't matter. I wonder if it matters what version you have. Like, if I have Scarlet and you have Violet, you know, would we be able to play together? You know, that... so right now it seems like the only real difference between the versions you can absolutely play with each other, mm-hmm. but the only difference that you'll see really is that your costumes will be changed. Because I think. With Scarlet, you have an orange sort of, you have orange pants, and then you have blue pants in the violet. But I'm, but but it's an interesting thing to bring up, though, right? Because of the Pokemon exclusives. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's. So I am kind of curious about how that yeah. would work. But I think here's the yeah. thing: like, if people would just stop freaking buying these, they could simplify it and just make one Pokemon game each time. Like, there's never enough differences to justify two games. It's yeah. so dumb. Well, yeah. and, and yet people still buy them in the millions, so that's why they keep. The, doing the only it. reason yeah, well, we ever bought two bought two copies was because Nikki wanted to play. You know, so I would yeah. buy Sword and she would buy Shield, or you know, that's the only reason we yeah. ever bought two copies of the game. I never went out and like, you know, this one has a two pack. She probably won't play it. So it's like, well, I'll just buy one or the other. I'm not going to buy both of them. Cause I'm not yeah. going to play it twice. I'm just not, you know, no. I'm either going to yeah. play one or the other. So, um, I'm interested. I'm always interested in a new Pokemon. The, the online multiplayer interests me a lot because I would, I would probably play the game more if, uh, you know, we could play it together. Um, I got another idea. Sea of Pokemon. <laughs> Just for John. <laughs> Just for me. You're on a boat the whole time. You're, it's you're, all you're water a po- Pokemon. It's, yeah, you're, it's you're a Pokey Pirate. A pokey pirate. That sounds yeah. terrible. <laughs> you don't even have to. You don't even have to change. It's just like it's a reskin of Sea of Thieves. You keep the same kind of like engine because it's already cartoony looking. You know, you, after you know, works uh, them out. After after me watching uh, our flag means uh, death. Pokey pirate is not a. <laughs> That's, that's a whole different connotation. That's a whole different connotation in that show. And you say, and you say a pokey pirate it was just like, oh lord, okay. Uh, that brought me back to some, you know, some things I saw on, uh, on there. Let me. 
There's, I, I thought of you the other day, Nathaniel. Um, oh, I not can... me. Okay. Well, I yeah, mean, no. I guess me. you too. I mean, if, <laughs> thanks, John. That Nathan- means a lot. Nathaniel's the one I thought of first <laughs> because, hang on, I gotta. I'm trying to log into Steam and they've got to send me a code. Um, all right, so now I can pull up my my wish list. Um, there was a game. Is my wish list. Um, there it is, wish list. There's a game coming out. Where is it at? It's called Salt 2 Shores of Gold. The people are fans of uh, Sea of Thieves. But this is a, a procedurally generated single player, not online. You don't play with anybody. Sea uh-huh. of Thieves game with fishing, with ships, with going on islands. It's as and the first person I thought of was you. I was like, you would love this game because you could go fishing. Maybe you could do that. Procedurally generated <laughs> has me scared because like procedurally generated can go so wrong in so many ways. Yeah, it make can. it just kind of like boring. I mean, that's one fun thing about Sea of Thieves is it's yeah. all crafted, so you have your unique areas. Right. So, so if it's just like, oh, I have to randomly find like a place or whatever, it's not as much fun for yeah. some things, but it just depends on the game. Yeah, it, it's it's coming out in early access at some point. It says it's planned for August. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, and I saw it's like, oh, it's got fishing. You can decorate your ship. I mean, it, it looks a lot like Sea of Thieves, but it's not online sea of thieves so yeah um that can be cool yeah it could be i'm i'm interested in it too i added it to my wish list i'm you know i might i might pick it up when it comes out uh, i'd like to get into the beta um but yeah, yeah half of my wish list is stuff i know i want and then the other half is stuff that is more like i've bookmarked it to check later and see if it turns out well <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's the way mine is too it's, so all right well anything else before we before we call that a show anything anything that we might have missed i know this week starts when does the summer game stuff start is that thursday thursday yeah thursday is the live stream yeah okay thursday's the live stream and then sunday the 12th is the xbox thing Mm -hmm. um and it's and there's a bunch of other smaller things here there everywhere this whole month it's just there's go find like on any kind of games site like ign or you know GameSpot or whatever they probably have a list of here's all the things and yeah. where to watch you know normally we do every two weeks but i will be on vacation when we normally would do the show so it would probably be the 25th before we come back and by that time most everything should be done so we'll probably have a big show of just talking about the cool new stuff that we might get next here's year. all the not e3 news yeah so so yeah so yeah if you're if you're interested in that you know check back just hang tight i've, I've got to have a vacation um, <laughs> hey, that's important man i haven't haven't been on vacation since thanksgiving so i'm <laughs> i'm ready for a vacation so uh but yeah so like i say if you if you want to come join us live uh follow us at gl underscore podcast on twitter um that way you'll know when we go live a couple hours before you can come hang out in the twitch chat 
um, or the YouTube chat or the Facebook chat or wherever you want to watch it at because um, the tweet always has links to everything. Um, and if you just listen to it normally on the regular podcast, you'll get it when we put it up the next morning. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so if that's it, we are going to call that a show. Uh, thanks again, guys, for hanging out and listening, and we will catch you all next time. podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.